Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we thought we were going to have nothing to talk about, turns out we got quite some things to talk about. We have interviews coming out of Famitsu, Dengeki, Gamewatch, as well as a Korean live letter, which was not supposed to have any expansion information at all, but it ended up having it. Uh, plus, uh, we go in esports now, boys. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I'm looking at our guest, who we'll introduce in a second here. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveroma. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Grey Fox, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing? I'm doing good, but, you know, fuck me. This, this ain't I'd rather not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I you know, it's not that. That's yeah. this is this is Twitch. This isn't like some other website where that kind of stuff happens. You know, I'm just right. saying. All right. But we do have a guest for this week. Uh uh, this this uh, it's surprising you guys as much as surprising me because we weren't gonna have a guest this week and then in the middle of my middle of the day live stream uh i got a resub from a certain uh a certain individual and on the flyers was like yo you want me on tonight's show he's like yeah so uh joining us is uh michael magic man bang oh yeah what's up my friend what a what a just like surprise state of the hey uh yeah it's at seven can you make it yeah sure why not all right yeah there you go fantastic what's up sly what is up wait wait, wait. We, we do this every time and i gotta get it can, can i get a, a big daddy please can, can oh, i get a, oh a no daddy, i forgot about big daddy see yeah. I tried like work it in so that he just doesn't know. Don't it. don't say Big Daddy and work it in in the same sentence. Don't do that. <laughs> and Chad is already bringing up steak quotes. I've made my impression on the internet, and it is meat, <laughs> and I'm happy with that. That's fine. What Big Daddy and meat? Just don't say hey, them back to back. You've got to have you've got to have goals, Big Daddy. You've got to have there goals. You go. And so I've met mine. There you go. Uh, now, for those of you watching live, uh, I guess even on the YouTube recording, uh, we're having some connection issues. So, like, occasionally, like, the cameras might get a little fuzzy or, like, it might stop and start occasionally. But um, it's, unfortunately, it kind of happened right as the show is about to go. So, not really much time to fix it. But it's it's stable. It goes stable, unstable. And I'm just making, making sure you guys know we're aware of said problem. So... Or we, we could just be covering for Mr. Happy's shitty internet. It was one or the other. I mean, it was actually it was the best it's been in like days or weeks oh, today. Oh, because I'm here. Yeah, yeah but because now you're here, West it's, Coast well, it's bad. To Pittsburgh. It's like yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, you're ruining everything. I know. I know. I usually do. I usually do. So yeah. no surprises on my side. But so, no, it's good to be back. Thank you for the invite. Always look forward to to coming on with you two experts right. and chatting Final Fantasy. Yes, because he's you're not dead. I am not dead. <laughs> Contrary to people that may not watch uh, Happy's stream every single day, uh, when they see me in there, the first thing, oh, he's back. No, I'm, I never died. <laughs> I never died. I am still alive. I still do the Final Fantasying. I still do all the gaming. And I am almost, I'm this close at 200 minions, Happy. This close. This close. I'm glad we got the update. more minions for 200. I got, two, I got two lines on Wonder's Tale, so I got me a fan cred. So uh, I'm, I'm just three away. 197 sitting there. 197. I'm glad you keep I'm this. Enjoying like, my he Nintendo thinks about Switch it that much, Zelda, Love it. He thinks about it so much that he came to the show like with the number in his head. Oh yeah, no, I, gotta, I, gotta I didn't. Even, here's the thing: I didn't even have to think about it. I know it. Like you could catch me on the street. Hey, minion count one ninety one. 
I mean, I just, I know, I just know. And, and me sitting here at a paltry 101. Yes. He's got the game in front of him, though. He's cheating. He doesn't know that off the top of his head. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh. I know his secret because I, whenever he does this, like he looks up, I'm like, he's looking at his. his uh, yeah. All right. All I know, right. I know how it flies. So uh, speaking of which, talking about you not being dead, some people don't know who you are at all because you only come on the show like once a year. That's true. That's true. So um, you might have had your introduction to the people who know who you are. But for those who are wondering why it's a big deal for some of the people who have been around for a while, it's why don't you explain deal. it? I'm a, I'm a stupid You call me Big Daddy, I'm calling you Big Deal. All right? <laughs> oh, hey, all right, Big Daddy. What's God. up, little, uh, say, burn in chat. So uh, years and years ago, um, we, uh, we had the Final Fantasy XI's, right? And then the 14 version one came out, and it sucked ass. And GameBreaker.tv at that time did a podcast called the XIV Podcast. Uh, obviously, when version one tanked and version two came out, those hosts weren't there anymore. And I had gone from one site to working at GameBreaker TV. And I wanted to, because I was really into it, see if we could relaunch the, the XIV podcast. Uh, podcast so it was going to be gary gannon and i who a lot of game breaker followers obviously know the name gary gannon but he wanted me to find a third host and so at that time there were two or three people that i followed personally just not professionally just personally because i work in the games reporting and podcasting and all that but just personally followed and haps you were one of them hey you were one of them and, uh, and I was talking to Gary Gannon about these couple of people, and maybe we should reach out to one. And ironically, as I was pitching Mr. Happy to Gannon, to Gary Gannon, Mr. Happy reached out to me <laughs> saying, hey, I hear that you're going to be doing this thing. Love to be a part of it. Would love to appear once or twice or as a guest host or whatever. And we hosted XIV Reborn, which all these people that know us, uh, or know me at least, in chat, that's probably where they know me from if they're following just XIV and not other gaming stuff. So yeah, we hosted XIV Reborn for, I guess what, about a year? A little less? A little, little more? Something um, like I don't that. remember how many episodes we had. Yeah, we, had we had quite a few. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah. And then so when Game Breaker kind of, you know did its thing and a bunch of us kind of left. I see some of you know me from MMO Bomb, which is uh, another gaming site that I am the editor-in-chief at. That's cool, awesome. Thank you for also coming and watching this show. Um, but yeah, Game Breaker is where it all started for the two of us. And when that podcast went away, perhaps you started a few months later, State of the Realm as its kind of replacement and have carried the torch since. We've held the torch together, Sly. You know, Sly's been on more Stay of the Realm episodes than I have. Wow, that's kind of funny when you think about it. Because I, I, when I did World Prague, I was like, So, you know charge. what? <laughs> Mr. Happy, you were my co-host on Game Breaker. And yeah. by that count, you're technically Sly's co-host. And that's just I the way I you know what, though? I technically did more shows than you for Game Breaker. <laughs> Yes, because towards the end, I was... Ah, see, you burned, you burned out, by your... You were out. burned by your own logic. I, I don't know. Did you really do more than me? Yeah, because I... I remember getting in a big fight with a fill-in host one day behind the scenes. I, I won't mention names, but Haps, you probably remember this. I remember. Because Haps and I were, for entertainment value, poking fun at 
the the host not playing the game, which we thought was pretty funny and made for some interesting banter, and they didn't like that. <laughs> they thought it made them not credible. And it's like everybody knows you don't play the game. What are, what are you worried about credibility? <laughs> <laughs> Just like everyone thinks you don't play anymore. Yeah, everybody thinks I don't play. I log in every day. I, in the entire time that 2.0 has been out, uh, I have taken two breaks, one of which was a month and a half and one of, one of which was a month. And even during those times, those two times, one of them, I actually did not renew my sub, but the other one, I paid my sub, I just didn't play. But yeah, I'm on every day, behemoth, where it's all at, Sly knows. Sly knows. For the, I think this is the first time I've been out. Cool covered. kids table, how you doing? That's what he calls behemoth, the cool kids table. I you call it. I call it RMT tells. Anyway, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call it at the very least. Uh, but anyway, now that uh, now that the crowd has become more familiar with you, those who are newer in the newer times, uh, let's get into the many topics that we did not expect to be on the show this week. Like literally the yeah. night of the last day of the realm, I sent Sly messages like, so there was a bunch of interviews. And so we have our show for next week. And it always happens that way. Yeah. I mean, every, that's pretty much how the show time. happens. Burn knows. Cause when, cause he got me into the mentality of doing weekly and then yeah. there were weeks where there's nothing. And we're it's just like, tough. it's <laughs> tough. Sometimes it's really <laughs> tough. Sometimes. Like we would look forward to the 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 uh, shows where we were doing a full patch review. Yeah. Uh, after we had gone through it for like a week or two, like like just like you guys do on State of the Realm, where you set up the spoiler free until X date, and then you you just kind of dive into it. We did a very similar thing where we did not did not talk about specific content, uh, but then there were like the weeks. The live letter was three weeks ago. There's nothing happening for another two weeks. You want to talk about glamour that's all the news that's out there dude glamour's the true end game are you kidding me what is, and then and then if we're so when sly and i get into certain topics like there are ones he's not interested in ones i'm not interested in i hate both of you for one thing you share in common we're gonna P talk about it too v p and yes yeah, that is we are in theory or i'm gonna talk about it and you two will oh listen. i have thoughts i have thoughts <laughs> I'm not going to sit back and smoke and read like I did the last time I was on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Our slide, yeah, he drinks, you smoke, I talk. That's, that's the, we're the unholy Triforce as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All right. So there were the following, there were following interviews and the following uh, things that happened this week again. We're going to be going over the Game Watch, Famitsu, and uh, Dengeki interviews first. Uh, specifically, we're going to be starting with the Famitsu and Dengeki one, since that one's literally just uh, a bunch of bullet points. Uh, we're going to be using Gamer Escape to follow along with this. So if anybody is curious, you can just go to Gamer Escape's website, and they have all this information already there. And uh, so whenever it comes to the expansion, we're always feeling like we're starved for information. So we're grasping at every friggin' straw that we can find. And there's a lot of straws to grab at in these interviews. So sounds so dirty. Only with you here. So have you guys have you guys uh, kept in touch with what these things are over the week, or are you guys going to be? Are there some of you going are either going you going to be looking at it for the first time? Uh, uh, I've actually I, seen. I've seen these two. Okay, all right. So we're gonna go through each point, and if there's something to discuss there, we'll stop and discuss it. If not, it'll get a nod and okay, and we'll move on because otherwise <laughs> we'll be here up. 
Well, yeah, a thumbs up, and and we'll move on. So we're gonna start with Dengeki. Uh, first point: changes to parry accuracy, blocking, piety are coming. Details at a later date. <laughs> so they're removing parry. I, you know, I that's the big thing because parry and accuracy yeah. are on the chopping block, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. I, I think accuracy is going for certain. And this just kind of made sense with the whole revamp of the, the battle system that some of these stats might be going away and changing anyway. So this wasn't a, that point was not a surprise for any of us, I don't think. Are we still holding on the hopes that Perry will make it through and be changed? Or do we think that Perry's just going, they're going to do something entirely different with it? Not at all. Where you think accuracy is going, I really honestly think Perry will be the first thing to go before accuracy. At least people use accuracy now. I kind of like, I don't, like the thing is about accuracy is it's the only thing that stops me from just stacking one stat. That's like it's one major purpose yeah. at this point. Because yeah. as soon as it's gone, if a piece ends up with skill speed determination, I'm never going to look at it. <laughs> like, I wouldn't look yeah. at it before, but it's going to be even worse. And uh, I want to get you guys' thoughts on something. So I'm convinced now, after Proto Ultima came out, and we talked about this last week, that the way that they do offstats in this game is they say, okay, we've made this item and it needs stats. They press a button that puts the stats in a randomizer, and then you say, yeah, go with that. <laughs> yeah, it's like pull out the Yahtzee dice. They're different, <laughs> they're different colors. One, green is parry. And sh- All right, go ahead. And then you end up with like full right side where it's like parry accuracy, parry skill speed, parry accuracy, parry skill speed. And you're like, that's what the dice landed on. I, we hey, can't change it. Don't blame us. Don't I, blame I like us. Think, I like to think that they actually take thought into stats, certain stats for certain jobs. But you know, you're, you're, you'd like to think, yeah, well, you can I keep like thinking. That. But unfortunately, we have nothing to disprove it. I just, our anecdotal evidence seems strong here. Are <laughs> so we going right. Yahtzee board on this one? Yeah, always the Yahtzee board. That's burn, burn coined it. There you go. Uh, so the next thing is updates to company crafting, which may include submarines. Okay, so company crafting. I don't know that I care. Nope. <laughs> like, it's not, like, in theory, when they announced it, I was like, wow, that sounds really good. Something to bring free companies together and, you know, get them. No, it's just the one guy shows up and, and it's like, hey, there's three other people who don't even craft. Can you call come stand near me so I'm allowed to do this? Yep. Yeah, and, and my free company is really tiny. They, you know, there's 15 or so of us. It was just a group of people that went from a previous free company. We just kind of splintered off and created our own. And, and so that, this type of stuff really just doesn't matter to me. It'll matter, for, it'll matter for maybe a week or so when you're actually trying to craft stuff like this or, you know, trying to make um, changes to the house if you want to because we are getting new housing. But after that, that week or two when you're actually doing it, it's not even going to matter anymore. <laughs> Hashtag make Perry great again. Oh, God. Dude, come on. Those are those not even new memes, Burn. Come on uh, now. I'm just amazed to still see them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> You shouldn't be. <laughs> Especially with these skip sore memes. Anyway. Oh, Alright. So this one I thought was silly. New mounts for yeah. tanks. New tank achievement mounts. Like they need anymore? That's exactly. What about where's can, the healer mounts, man? Can we can we get a can we get job specific mounts for DPS too? Yeah. 
So I, I can understand why they're specifically targeting one of the three roles that they want to encourage people to play, but they did it already. Why don't, where's the healer mounts, man? At the very least, where's the healer mounts? Because yeah, I'd, be, I'd be good with healer mounts, finally. That'd, that'd be nice. More tank mounts, oh, God. And we're going to talk about tanks later. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure as we kind of uh, get into things here, but damn, tanks are getting the love. So, but nobody else is playing tanks. It's just, it's just the people that already played tanks, which I might as well say logic. new new warrior logic. New warrior mounts. New war. It might as well just be new warrior mount. Might as well not even be new tank mounts. Be new warrior mounts. Right. Pretty much. Speaking of which, do you think this is the solution? Because originally they said the tank mounts were going to fly, and that has yet to happen. Do you think this is their like instead of making the old ones like the bear fly? Do you think Sky this bear. is what they're doing in place of that? I'd feel really asked out if I was a tank and that was the case uh, because you need the X number of runs uh, to get the initial mount and then presumably a higher number of runs to get the, this new mount. I presume that's the way this is going to work. We don't have those details yet. So I kind of feel asked out if it was, yeah, we're going to make your thing fly at some point. Oh, by the way, run two more or 200 more dungeons as your tank and then we'll give you the flying one. I think that's that kind of asses you out for the flying. It's a little, little bit of a bad taste. Uh, ultimately, if you're a tank and you're running that many things, it probably doesn't matter to you. But it certainly doesn't give somebody that maybe might want to play a tank to specifically go for a mount. Looking at X hundred to get the ground mount and X hundred to get the flying mount, that might be more of a turnoff than an incentive in in my book. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree on that one. It, it seems like more work on top of the work you already did, and it's for or haven't done, or haven't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems like a lot more work than you know for the people who've already done it and who've already gotten their you know their war bears or the the panthers or the the lions or whatever you uh, whatever you get for whichever tank, and uh, if they, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it'll happen, but if they kind of grandfather in the runs that you do to make it count towards the new, the new mount, that would be good. They probably would if it's well, just yeah, a continuation. Well, yeah, I would imagine they would. It would just unless be, it needs to be unless it needs to be stormblood instances because they want people oh, yeah. because so that's yeah. actually a big thing with the old mm -hmm. tank mounts is most people just go farm Garuda Extreme, which takes sixty seconds. They do it with eight tanks, they beat it in sixty seconds, and then they do that however many times they can stomach. That's how it's done now. Yeah, and I can see them particularly, and I know you guys have already talked about this in previous shows, but I hate the logic of why Samurai is, I agree that Samurai should have been a DPS. I mean, it basically was in Final Fantasy XI, even though there were yeah, original we should, yeah. tanks. I know you guys have talked about that. I've seen the show. I hate the logic applied to why we did not create a tank. Uh, so I could definitely see Happy, like what you're saying, if it's Stormblood specific, basically, please don't create a Red Mage or a Samurai. Please keep tanking. We'll give you a mount. Please keep tanking. We'll give you a mount. Please. Yeah, right. All right. Now, this next question, this next point is going to touch Final Fantasy XI players in a certain way. No, no grand companies are going to be in Kugane, which makes sense. It's a different continent. They don't follow the same rules we do. But there will be a different kind of organization <laughs> yeah so sly you're not gonna know what this is so i'm gonna let burn explain what most final fantasy 11 fans probably thought 
when they heard this. I don't know where you're going with this. The Ten Shoto. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fine. So, for it. For, so, Sly, the Ten Shoto was a secret, uh, basically, mm -hmm. ninja organization. Um, like, in order to unlock it, you had to pick a hidden option that was invisible at the bottom of a text box. So it wasn't obvious you were trying to get in there. You needed an invite from someone who was already in or to farm it as a drop somewhere. Obviously, they're not going to make you do this, but it was a, a secret organization as, as such that messed around with these kind of things. Um, okay. And that's kind of what people are leaning towards and thinking that Kugane has some sort of ninja organization there, a secret organization more so. Everybody's going to be pressing up and down on dialogue boxes like crazy just to make sure there's <laughs> a blank option. Because, because, they, because they let us scroll through dialogue options now, right? Right. right. It's gonna, they're going to like hide a dialogue option in the top left and visit like right. invisibly. And it's like you're going to have to hover around the screen. Playing an MMO looking for fucking Easter eggs. <laughs> hey, the Void Arc was a great Easter egg when 3.0 first came out. It was a nice little teaser of what was to come. <laughs> right. <laughs> Time to farm but, those Yagudo necklaces. Oh, uh, yes. Going off, going off this, do we think there's uh, – we still don't have a grand company in Ishgard. We probably won't get it. Uh, if anything, we maybe get it far down the line. Do you think that's going to happen with um, Kuragane as well, that we actually will get a grand company within Kuragane like later? So I don't think we're ever going to see a grand company outside of the base three. I think I we're going to, I think they're going to use this as a ground to create something similar to the Scholasticate. Mm -hmm. um, and there will be a storyline that follows along that. I, I mean, you might, they might mess around with it a little bit in the main story, but I wouldn't be surprised to see this eventually lead into something along the lines of a Scholasticate storyline. You know, just a side quest where like, Bri like that could be Briarden's thing. He could, he could do this sort of organization going into uh, 4.0. All right. Um, teleport costs. I don't know, but I would start hunting now for Etherite tickets. Like, just hunt and then spend your, <laughs> your allied seals on Etherite tickets. Because that's a lot. Listen, people laugh when you're like, oh, I don't want to spend the teleport cost. I'll walk. But, like, if you teleport everywhere, like, if you were to count all, if you play every day and you just teleport, every, that's a lot of gill that disappears from the game. So. No, no, no. We, we've determined that all the gill that gets circulated in the game goes to ash. Goes to ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got three billion now, I think. He t yeah, something like that. Three yeah. billion gill, something like that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, yeah, they they capped but, but, it at like one k though. But that's still, man. Like I, I'm gonna be going. Like I can already think of the things I'm gonna be teleporting around for. Like oh, I gotta go do my grand company turn-ins today. Oh, I gotta go to Ishgard. And, Mike, and... you are sitting really pretty on gill right now. You... Just because, listen, 116 mil is gonna be gone in minutes when the expansion comes out. All right. I mean, of course uh, it will. But... I'm, I'm gonna, not anywhere near there. I'm I'm up. I'm fine. I'm fine. But I'm not anywhere near a hundred and whatever million. So you, I'll take my minions. You can have. I probably would be. I'll sell you a minion. A couple of those fucking minions, actually. Yeah. I probably would be up there because there were a couple of them that I got sick of farming and way overpaid for. But yeah, uh, I, I, I got like twenty-one million, twenty-two million, and that's I fluctuate between like 20, uh, 15 and thirty million. Just keep going up and down in there. Teleports don't bother me. I. I, I don't I don't glamour or anything, so yes. I don't use Gil for minions are glamour. A, a ton of stuff. Yeah, I mean the the minions are the most expensive thing I tend to use Gil on. My mm -hmm. my free comp or my uh, my single person house is the medium sized house. 
I don't have furnishings anywhere except the main room when as soon as you walk in, there's a fucking bed sitting in my house. You, 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 right you sound like a barista me. living in New York City is what yeah, you sound like. I don't buy the furnishings. I don't buy the, the glamour stuff. Yeah, well, so. at least you have something in there because you have one more thing than I do in my apartment. I, I have just, nothing. I think I put a lamp in the center and then I left and I haven't gone back since. <laughs> yeah, I don't even touch my apartment. It's just there. Because so I'm, you can go ahead and walk. I'll be teleporting. Thank you very much. I, I sell everything, dude. I sell minions or rolls i don't care i'm putting money in my pocket I mean, that's all i care about as far as i'm concerned uh but yeah those teleport costs probably won't go above above a thousand i still recommend especially if you're someone who's like averagely sits on a hundred to five hundred thousand gil that you should probably start hunting to get etherite tickets at the very least couldn't hurt or consider where you're going to move your free spots to <laughs> Definitely move it to like Kagane if that's going to be like wherever the oh, central absolutely. hub is. Absolutely. I would, if, I would probably do because do you, you get the one free with the um, the security token. Mm -hmm. Do yeah. you get another free one from something else? I know you get the, the reduced edition. I think. No, I, not, not no. There, there was the security token. I think there was another. You also get discounted ones, like favored locations, but I don't think the, I think you might only get the one free location. Are, are those the silver ones? Yeah, the, the silver ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I would probably make the main hub there the free one, and then like the place you teleport most back home the favorite ones. Yeah. There you go. One free and three reduced. There you go. And then set your return somewhere that is that you teleport to frequently. You know. So there you go. That's the other free one I was probably thinking of is the return point. Yep. Uh, um, next is uh, limit breaks for the two new jobs will be shown in the new benchmark. Samurai will most likely have the Madare Setsugetsuka for its limit break. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. Like I, everyone, I was like Zanmato. Like if it's not Zanmato, I don't know what it is. So that's that's the end of it for me. Yeah. Um, from what I can read, uh, Midare Setsugetsuka is a combination of all three of the stances they named earlier. It's like a it's like a like a, a one. I don't know. It's like an old. It's like a super attack that combines the three, like the moon, the the flower, and the, the other thing. That's awesome. There's characters with that name in the lodestone. What Madare Setsu? Yeah. Oh yeah. my. <laughs> Did you know there was a Reddit thread that I was? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for later, but it's it's the community. It's gonna be the community highlight, and it's. I I couldn't. I I I couldn't. I couldn't do it. In fact, if Blazing is here, he's the one who who shared it with me and I would urge you to share what the community thing is going to be again. Cause it's, it's, it's a, we're going to be going to the lodestone for, for this one. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the next thing we have is Gilgamesh might be returning. Yay. Gilgamesh. Now, yeah. Now are we thinking Gilgamesh by himself or like totally separate from Hildebrand or yeah. will Okay. I, th I think so. I don't think we're going to see him and Hildy chilling together again. God, I hope not. Why? It was good the first time. I have not read the Hildy quests since the first patch they were introduced after 2.0. They've they got um, a... The, you would, I think you burn escape, specifically. Escape straight out of it and just do it to get whatever the rewards are and the achievements, if any. I... I don't care. I think you'd like 3.4s. 3.4s seems like up, up I did your alley. It. I have no idea what the content was, but I did it. 
I think if you knew what it was, you would think 3.4 is probably pretty funny. The healthy you... stuff just, it just bores me. It's, I appreciated the attempt at injecting humor, uh, but to me, it was just like, it was almost too eight-year-old cartoony slapstickish humor, and it just kind of fell flat for me, and so I stopped paying attention. This, this, man, this man does theater, guys. We can't impress him. <laughs> <laughs> his, his tastes are refined. The, the, my palate, it, just, it just didn't work on my palate. Yeah, he'll but be Bern, whatever. But, Vern, did you like uh, the 2.0 Hilly? I did. Yeah. I t- the 2.1, like the first, and I told, we mm-hmm. did a big review of that. Initially, I was okay. I was concerned with how it was going to be introduced. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the 2.1 stuff, we, I think both of us back on XIV Reborn Happy, we both reviewed it pretty highly, I think. Yeah. Uh, including just the Hildy stuff itself. But from there, it just, it just started going straight downhill for me to the point that I just started ignoring it and escaping out of the cutscenes. So, to kind of touch, well, to touch on, well, let's show the officer just to the side for a second. Okay. Do you think we'll get, do you think we'll get a Gilgamesh trial in 4.0? Not in 4.0. Not right in 4.0. 4.x, I think, is what he means, more specifically. Yeah, just the entire. Yeah, entire. all 4.0. Yes, yes, I okay. think we will. I don't know that there's much a need to do another Gilgamesh trial, so much as just have him be a character we interact with. Because, like... They kind of already covered what Gilgamesh is known best for. You know, you fight him, he runs. You fight him, he runs. He 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 gets a little stronger every time, but he's ultimately kind of like on your side-ish, but at the same time, not like really. But you know, I feel like they captured everything I expect from Gilgamesh already, and just seeing him again would be a pleasure, but not something I feel like. I don't need to fight him again. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a trial, though, because look at where the trials are placed right now, the ones that do exist that we played through when it was relevant content. That's mm-hmm. not exactly the easiest stuff to get groups for, for somebody that's just joining the game, and leveling up through. And so I think there is a certain incentive to put a character like Gilgamesh front and center in a new different type of trial that all of your new players going, are going to dive into, whether or not they were around for the, the previous ones. I mean, there are people that I've friend requested that have played the game and stuff that don't even know those are trials in the game and are already past it level and content wise. Uh, that's how little under or how underutilized that those trials are now. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a new Gil- Gilgi trial and I'd go, I'd go, I'd love it. Take it a step further. Maybe, maybe you... like something different, like you and him are working together against some big baddie or, or something. Yeah, mix it up all you want. That's fine. But I, yes, we're going to see some type of Gilgamesh-esque trial. I would absolutely think so. Take it a step further. Would you, and this is for everybody in chat too, watching, would you actually like to see a Gilgamesh savage trial as well? Something that's like hyper difficult or, with Gilgamesh. Yeah, extreme. Yeah, let's call it extreme. Will it be something they make two difficulties for? Yeah. No. No. I, again, just my gut feeling, the character's so iconic that uh, it, I think it's more relegated to something story-esque that just mm-hmm. you go through, experience it, and that's it. There's so much other content that if you're looking for difficulty, there's enough places for you to find it. Uh, without having to create duplicates of every single thing you put out into the game. I'd like to propose a theory. Okay. The raid 
is the interdimensional rift. Yeah, I mean, you can put anything you want in there. <laughs> well, Gilgamesh, that's his origin. That's, yeah. That is his origin, like how, you know, he, how he was introduced is him eventually in, towards the end of Final Fantasy V being yeah. pulled into the interdimensional rift and then sacrificing himself. So, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. On top of that, so I would like to... Might be the, you think this might be the end of Greg? Is what you're saying? I think, if they're, I think they, they could potentially send him off, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if he pops up in the interdimensional rift. And, and he's just like, hey, <laughs> remember me? Because that's what he does when you run into him. He's like, hey, what's going on? Uh, the, the danger there that, and I, this is just my own gut reaction to your theory with no ability to sit aside for an hour and think about this. I think if you do that, it has to be the send off. It, it has to be the kill him. Other, otherwise, you've kind of relegated your raid content now to almost side story stature um with with that let's type be honest alexander did that well pretty much no i disagree with you i disagree with you there i yeah it was side story in that it was off to the side of the main story i, I get you i get what you're saying there but you're you, you weren't talking about uh iconic characters that appear in a bunch of final fantasy games that are really Let's face it, at this point, they're for fan favorite type stuff and, and uh, fan stroking type stuff, not, not anything revolutionary. And I think if you put it in a raid, you kind of almost make the raid kind of laughy, laughy, jokey, jokey, ha, 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 we got to go see Gilga. Uh, if you kill him off, fine. If he does what Gilgamesh does, then I, I think it kind of just gives me a, a bit of a down note for the raid. And, and that's just my personal feeling for it. It kind of feels like wasted time in the raid. I knew going in, I probably wasn't going to kill this boss. And guess what? I didn't kill this boss. Um, I don't know. Kill Greg. The burn fans, like, we're all about the fan service. Oh, I, I don't disagree. Just put yeah. it in its own different thing, uh, not, not in the raid. I don't like the theory, Happy. I don't like it. That's fine. Not, you don't have to like it. Would you just? Th I thought you. Did, I thought you threw something for real. Yeah, I thought I threw a pencil for a second. Yeah. Oh. Um, there was one other. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, as much as this is supposed to be a Final Fantasy twelve centric thing with the twelfth Legion, uh, going into the story, I can't help but notice they keep they brought up Gilgamesh. They have the interdimensional rift. They said we'll be going back to the Isle of Val, which involves the Baldessians, Galuf and Kryle both. I can't help but notice, and also, the way that the Isle of Val disappeared is very akin to the way X-Death removed it in Final Fantasy V. I just can't help but notice all of these things yeah. are emerging as a pattern here. So, but I'm, I'm more excited for the Final Fantasy XII aspects. Like, I'm more excited for Return to Ivalice, personally. Yes. Personally. Yes. yes. So that covers the Dengeki interview. Now we have the Famitsu interview summary. Uh, a lot of these are kind of points that there's almost not really much to discuss. So I feel like yeah. I just want to go faster. Like they talk about, you know, we'll find out why Alamigo and Doma actually fell. Yeah, a lot of these go to, uh, it's in the main story. It's yeah. in the main story. It's in the main story. <laughs> oh, I mean, the most important one is that there will be Oriental Glamour gear, though. <laughs> He did not mute his microphone. He didn't make any sound. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> just, make just to be clear. People on YouTube going, oh, shit, my speakers. <laughs> pe 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 people on, people on the, the, the audio only, too, just be like, why did it go quiet? For a 
What did I miss? <laughs> Why are they laughing? Oh, man. Um, Shiragane will have apartments. I don't think anyone's that surprised by that. No. No. What did you, were you making sure it didn't pause Kingsglaive? I was making sure Kingsglaive wasn't over and you were staring at just a splash screen. No, yeah, that's fine. Now, you got a little bit of time left on there. Well, um, I know. I'm, I'm watching the pretty badass <laughs> here with our Ultros buddy. There you go. Oh, yeah, we need Ultros in another trial also. There you go. No, do we? we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. No, we don't. He, he is also famously known for revenge schemes, and we only fought him once. So <laughs> he's, he'll be back. I feel it. Um, the new Tombstones, which, by the way, confirms there will be new Tombstones. Uh, and the raids will be released. Oh, I was really worried. <laughs> oh, I was also kind of hoping that they'd be called something not tombstones at the very least. But the tomes, like, when did we get our law tomes in 4.0? We got them immediately. immediately no, we didn't. Right? You mean 3.0? No, we did not. We, um, we, yeah, we started, what were the tombstones that we, we started with anyway? It was law was the, the weekly cap. I don't remember the other ones. This is like with philosophy out, and they, stuff. Like I don't remember. Did Law come out at the same time as the raid did? Yeah, it did. The same the same exact week that Savage came out was the week that the weekly cap tone. So it was four weeks after the expansion came out before we had to start doing weekly caps. Just to I just think back to when two point launched and we were all calling them tombstones because nobody stopped to pay attention to the I'm spelling. Sorry, we started enough. with SO, my bad. We started with Law right off the bat and SOs were four weeks later. Okay. Thank that you, was Jack. back when we said uh, Ampador Keep. <laughs> yeah, Ampador. Instead of Andapor, it was Ampador. Ampador Keep. That wasn't the only one. There was another one that I was really bad with. I can't remember which one it was. Am Ampador was the worst. There one. are multiple XIV Reborn episodes where I'm like, it's Ampador. <laughs> Ampador happened. Oh, you know, the other big one was, was Tombstones because Tombstones. That's what I just said. We oh, said yeah, Tombstones. Yeah, Tombstones yeah, and, and Ampador. There yeah, philosophy. Yeah, there you go. I feel like there might have been one more stuff, but Ampador. Good old. I mean, Ampador. Ampador, you know. Ampador's so... keep. There you go. There we go. Uh, let's see here. Um, Red Mage will share gear with casters. Main stat will be intelligence. That I still wonder why. Like, when they first announced Red Mage, they just said, we won't comment on the main stat. Like, what was this? didn't see this coming. But who did? But that's what I'm saying. Why did they keep this a secret and then, like, have to say it later? <laughs> It's like everyone was starting to be like, oh, is it going to be strength because of the melee? And I'm like, no, it's not. No, no. It's not going to be strength. It's going to be strength to end intelligence. No, that's not going to be that at all. It's just, it's no, it, was, it was intelligence. It's going to be dexterity because of the rape. No, that's not how magic works. No. My friend. They could change it. They won't. <laughs> In a nutshell. Um. And then they, the last thing from the Famitsu one is they briefly describe Samurai's Sen system, which is the core of its combat. Um, it's similar to Monk stances. And when we say Monk stances, to be clear, I feel like this has not been said enough. We're not talking about Fist of Fire and Earth and Wind. We're talking about Opo Opo, Coral, and Raptor stances. Um, and, but it'll be completely different from Ninja Mudras. That makes me think that it's going to be... Uh, how do I describe? It's going to be like you can do them in any order, kind of like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. just whatever. But the order in which you execute them change. It sounds a lot like mudras when you say it like that. But like as a Without global, cool, like as a global cooldown, like if you do these two skills first, then your finishing skill has this effect kind of deal. So mudras without the rabbit. 
but not mudras because it's, <laughs> it's like you bounce between the stances like you do with monk because when you use an ability it puts you in the next stance but then you're not restricted it's not like with monk where you have to use the opa opo stance and then you have to use the raptor and then you have to use the coral like imagine if you could go from opo to coral to raptor back to coral back to Opo. like imagine that like it's just the order whatever skill you use gains an effect from the last one and then puts you in the next one I don't know. I'm just guys. Anything? Any commentary? Nope. Nope. No speculation. Nope. Burn likes to work with intelligence, not with, not with crackpot crack theories. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 That that night. Oh, samurai. That's the other class they're adding. I totally forgot because red mage. So who cares? <laughs> Oh, you. Well, I do sort of. <laughs> he does. He doesn't care if you care. He doesn't care if I care. You care. Who cares? Hey, I get my red mage back. I'm just hopeful that I know it was going to be very different if they implemented it. I knew it had to be based on the game. We've talked about this since 2.0 launched. I just hope I enjoy it. I just want to enjoy it. Just, it doesn't have to be. You should be ecstatic because it's you're already a caster DPS and you're just moving. That's true. To another caster. So everyone else is like, I'm a tank. I'm fuck that. A red mage. Who that... cares about red mage? Wow. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and just block that one. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, no, not mute. mute. He's going to abuse his mod powers. <laughs> I didn't. And it was tempting. <laughs> I forget animation lock and die <laughs> oh, <laughs> from jumping God. in. Um, I, I could see it happening, but I, I just hope I enjoy it. That's all. That's all. Just, I've been waiting for Red Mage. I knew it was going to be different. Let's see how different, and let's see if I enjoy it. All right. So uh, now we're going to move over into the Game Watch interviews. Uh, and this one's done more formal Q&A style. So we actually have a, a question and a response to analyze. So I'll probably have to do it a little bit differently. And the first thing it starts off with is talking about Samurai and Red Mage being too DPS. This is something we touched on. We haven't talked about this before. As if we haven't talked about hashtag two DPS, the one with my hashtag two monks. Knew it wasn't dancer. Anyway, moving on. Um, they really uh, don't even really answer the question. It's not even really about Samurai and Red Mage. It's more about the combat system, right? Like, um, <laughs> about role shared actions, and this is and this is so skirted in the answer. It's not even funny. All of the DPS jobs up till now have some kind of support skill in their arsenal. Is that not the case for Samurai? And he goes, well, with the combat system, we'll be removing additional skills and introduce a new system called role shared actions. Like, I didn't ask that. I, did, right. I asked if Samurai is going to have support skills or not. Not limiting the question only Samurai. Other DPS support actions maybe also be looked into, but I want to know about samurai Classic that's misdirection. what I'm, I'm asking about samurai specific like you're like i understand that it's a cross role system it's, it's almost <laughs> worded like it's hey all the dps jobs up until now had some kind of a support skill in their arsenal why doesn't samurai and the answer is almost like don't worry about samurai to fix this we're going to take away the support skills from everybody else and put so them then in the role shared actions. Yeah. Then they'll all be on the same plane. So don't worry about Samurai. That's almost the feel you get from the answer here. Yeah. Not limiting the question to Samurai. Other DPS support actions will also be looked into. I mean, that's the way it's answered. And we're get, we get to talk about, because we actually got our first piece of information about role shared actions that's going to come out of the Korean live letter. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. 
Um, and then the next question is, why two DPS, basically? And once again, he says, you know, when Heavens were launched, there wasn't an increase in tanker healers. People who played tanks just kept playing tanks. People kept playing healers just kept playing healers. So, like, oh, they had two DPS because the people who play tanks just keep playing tanks. People play healers just keep playing healers, you know. How do you feel about that, Burn? That was one of those things that when I was watching the, the, the live letter live and Yoshi P said that, my immediate response was, like, just gut reaction was, that makes sense. And then 30 seconds later, my brain went, oh, no, that is stupid logic. That is stupid logic. Like, it was one of those PR-type answers that if you didn't look into it, they were like, oh, yeah, they looked at the analysis. People who are playing tanks continue to play tanks. People who play DPS, they didn't play tanks. So why create a tank? We'll just create more DPS because clearly the tanks are happy and the... Well, then that, wait, wait a minute. So now that puts even more pressure on existing tanks and healers to stay as tanks and healers and not create, you know why people aren't playing tanks that don't just love tanks in general? It's because it's not very compelling right now. If you enjoyed it when you started, then you stuck with it. If you jump into it after playing a DPS or playing something else, then you're probably not going to stick around. And Dark Knight didn't help. And basing the, basing the decision to not do a tank of some type, we could argue samurai or not all day, it doesn't matter, a tank of some type in this patch, based on that logic, I think there's got to be other reasons they made this decision that they're just not being public with. Because that's stupid logic. That means you are banking on the fact for, so queue times don't become even more astronomical. You are banking on the fact that people who are playing tanks will stay tanks, people who are playing healers will stay healers, and continue to keep the queues at the pace they're on maybe a little bit lower because you got a couple new DPS jobs. You've added more incentive for them to stop playing tanks and healers <laughs> because you added two DPS jobs that people are interested in. Red Mage and Samurai, a lot of people have been waiting for those jobs since their Final Fantasy XI days. And yeah, they're going to be different. They can't be the same. We all know that. But you created more incentive for them to stop, and you didn't create any incentive for people that are in DPS to branch out. This is dumb logic. And God help us, if the player base falls, you know, like every MMO does after time or two months after the expansion, you're putting the onus on tanks and healers that are there to stay tanks and healers and please stay playing the game because our decisions now depend on you being there. And if you're not, our cuke times get destroyed. And by the way, now we're gonna have 47 fucking DPSs out there all vying for one tank's attention. I hated the logic, I hated the logic. So do you think that's, this is why they're giving they're, they're still tank balance. <laughs> not, yes. not even just the tank, the tank balance, but like a future point that we'll talk about in, in a little while. The adventurer need still, because that'll be like kind of balanced out for. Tanks Let me just and... say this before we even get into it. Mm -hmm. Will that help? No. <laughs> no, it's not even going to help. That's okay, the thing. And I see some so people in chat disagreeing with me on the tanks aren't compelling. Tanks can be compelling. 
if you're the type of person that likes tanks to begin with or are open to playing them, what I'm talking about is they aren't particularly compelling for somebody that's never played a tank, never really considered playing a tank because they like DPS, they like healing, and okay, well, I'm going to go check out another job. Let me try a tank. They aren't particularly compelling. And your argument on are they compelling at endgame? Yeah, they can be. But initially, no, they are not. They're boring as shit. Burn the first like 30 to 40 levels. Burn uh, like Warrior. What about Warrior? People who play Warrior don't even want to tank. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they want to also. They want to fell cleave. They want to fell cleave. They want to fucking DPS. That's, like, yeah. so you're the tank and I fell cleave. I've changed all of my buttons to be Felcleave. I'm here to Felcleave. I mean, I will say that I'm having a little bit of fun with Dark Knight. So it, it, it's like, it's not overly compelling to the point where, oh, I want to Dark Knight everything. But at the same time, I'm having fun with it. Yay. I just want to be able to play my Black Mage and soon to be my Red Mage without having to depend on the 685 tanks that are here. And God help us if any of them leave. So the one thing, at least for the first 10 levels, is we have Palace of the Dead. For 50 to 60, we have Palace of the Dead. We, do, we will not have that 60 to 70, most likely. That's just the concern think, think about the incentives, Happy. Are there any really good incentives to entice a DPS away from being a DPS if they enjoy their class right now? The mounts. No. The ma no, you, you, know, the mounts you know what my incentive is? You know what my incentive hundreds, is? You know my hundreds incentive is? of cues to, to, to get those mounts. And what, you're going to up my... Yeah, you just farm Garuda. A you just farm Garuda. You don't even play tag. You just farm Garuda extra. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, my, you know what my incentive is? I'm like, shit, I have an hour to play. I can queue in his DPS to my expert roulette or queue in his tank and get it You done. know, the only reason I'm playing Dark Knight is so that I can open my mentor status. That's the only reason I'm playing it. Good. That's incentive. Yeah, as soon as it's 60, guess who's going to be sitting on the fucking sidelines forever? <laughs> my Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's a really, you know, it's a really great incentive for playing tanks. They have this really great, unique stat that everyone loves called parry. And I love to experience <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, you would love to experience it, but you're not going to. I could play Dragoon, though, and just get Keen Flurry, the best tank cooldown tanks don't have. I just, I, I just, yeah, because why, why, would you need a, why would you need a tank in eight and another Dragoon? And somehow somebody get through that. The logic just sucked. I'm sorry. I, it just I, sucked. I'm just of the thought that it doesn't – you can't say because we introduced a tank and a healer and people kept playing it is not a compelling no. amount. It's 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 uh -uh. because you're talking about – like if, if – it just doesn't apply. If they had had one expansion prior to this, and maybe this will be well, this will be the case when like 5.0, 6.0 comes out, whatever. Um, and they go back and they go, well, when we released tank healer and DPS as the combination, this was the trend. And then when we released two DPS, this was the trend. So based on that, we've made – this decision, you know, we know what will happen if we do two DPS right. again. We know what happens. We'll do one of each again. Um, but you can't say, like, well, we released a new tank and a healer, and that didn't increase the amount, so right. we'll just release two DPS because it shouldn't decrease the amount on the opposite. Right, and when you look at Heaven's Word, mathematically, it, it was a zero-sum game. They released a tank, a healer, and a DPS. Yeah. So if you were a tank, there was a 50-50 shot, that you were going to, and you didn't want to tank with the Dark Knight, there was a 50-50 shot that you were going to be going from tank to just as important, healer. And the same thing the other way. If you didn't want to heal with Astrologian, there was a 50-50 shot you were going to be DPS or a tank. There was an even spread of choices if you really wanted to swap out of roles. Here we, and 
and I knew something, you know, somebody was going to lose a little something here because I wasn't one of those people that thought they were going to put three classes in Stormblood. I never, mm-hmm. yes. jobs, I never thought they were going to put three jobs in the, in the game for this expansion. I always thought two was going to Same. be the number for this one. Uh, and we can, I'm sure you guys have talked episodes on why that, that makes logical sense to have predicted. Uh, but when you, so I figured, okay, if they create a tank and a DPS, maybe we'll have a little healer burn. If they create a healer and a DPS, we'll have a little bit of tank burn. But those healer DPS, now you've created two new roles. You're banking on steady tank and healer populations. And you're hoping that you haven't enticed them out of those roles now into two brand new DPS roles. Uh, and I don't, I, the logic makes no sense i guarantee you when we get the skill preview video they're gonna like the tanks and the healers they're gonna show the most extravagant fucking and crazy animations to try and be get the people excited for them i mean this goes back to something we talked about years ago happy you and i was the four person party is not ideal for the long-term health of the game given the the dps tank healer trinity build that a five-person party whether it's a third DPS or we speculated in years past about possibly creating hybrid roles, uh, which we discarded, a five-party system works a lot better for the longevity of the game. Yeah. Particularly when you spend an expansion doing nothing but... We, we actually, yeah. Sly and I had a discussion about whether or not they'd go up to 5, 10, 25 as, mm-hmm. as the... Well, not 5, 10, 25. It has to be 5, 10, 30 with the way it's set yeah. up. Right. So, um, and we, you know, we landed on, of course, no. But... Uh, you know, yeah. Now, I, here's the thing. I mean, Samurai and Red Mage may hold no interest for tanks and healers in the long run. And, yeah. and that's fine. You know, the 700 tanks that are out there may drop to 500 for a month or two and then shift back to about 700. Okay, fine. That may be the case, but you've made it more likely now that it won't be the case. That's all. That, that's my long-term concern. Yeah, it's really... That's, that's, that's really all it comes down to. And to be clear, we're not saying that if they release a new tank, that people who don't play tank would want to play tank. It's more about the current tanks continuing to play their tanks when the flashy new stuff isn't tank or healer. Mm-hmm. Which is, I know plenty of people who have said, who are tanks, I've played with them, I've played with tanks, healers, they're like, if they ever do Red Mage Samurai, I don't give a fuck what it is, I'm playing it. And let's be honest, these are the same, probably the same people that say, if they add Blitzball to this game, I will never stop playing it. So I take nothing they say. I don't know if we're going to talk about Blitzball, but that one's risky. That one is risky. I know. Yeah, we don't. We shouldn't. Please. (laughs) That's going to be really risky to to do. I think if you uh, are, we going to talk about is that in the notes at all? Nope. 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 All right. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Blitzball. I think if you put Blitzball in the game the way it was in Final Fantasy X, people aren't going to play it very long. And if you make it too different so that people hey, will Hey, Yoshi P said this exact same thing. If, did he really? Yeah, word for word what you're saying. Where? Uh, not in these notes. It was in um, an interview back at the... I think it was just after the Japanese. I think it's... Festival. See? Look at that. Damn, I'm good. They're, I just think it's a, ris- <laughs> it's a risky move. Damn, I'm good. It's Damn, a fucking good. risky move. Uh, the next couple of questions are about some of the characters, Gosetsu, Yugiri, um, Rabban, just talking about like the art and who these characters are. And it's basically you'll find out why they're involved and that there's a bunch of new characters to get to know as well. Um, some more questions about the background, you know, any countries, the Doma, except for Hingashi, the Asm Steps, and Authored. Uh, let's see. 
what else do we have here? They talk about the world map, which was fantastic to see a fully mm-hmm. extended world map and not just our little our little corner in Africa, which is what Eorzea is. <laughs> That's what Eorzea is. It's Africa. It is. Yeah. I'm not arguing. It I'm is. not arguing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I still look at that, that map and I go, oh, it's so good to see a much bigger map and not feel like yeah. we're, we're, we're just boxed into this this one piece of reality. It's, it's almost like Eorzea felt like, like uh, Hill Valley pretty much at this point. And now I don't know. It doesn't anymore. I don't, we don't have a DeLorean though. So. <laughs> Maybe one expansion when we time travel, Sid will make a DeLorean. He's Alexander, right? Oh yeah. We fucked we, it yeah, up. No, yeah. We can't use, we can't use Alexander <laughs> we, as our DeLorean. That's we done. Fun. We could just summon him again. No problem. Yeah. We'll get the, we'll get them to do it. They even ask about the Final Fantasy XI classics of Genbu, Byaku, CRU, and either Ho'o or I thought, this was, I thought this was an awesome question, but the, the usual... I'll leave it to your imagination. Yeah, the usual... You'll I'll leave out. you to my imagination. Yeah. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> I, hope, I, I, hope, I hope to God that we do see him in um, 4.0. I mean, I want to see it, but it's like... I don't, I don't know how necessary it is for us to get these four in particular. I feel like people... Especially because all the Final Fantasy XI fanboys are like, but we have Kieran as a mouth, so who gives a shit? Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of requested because of, you know, Far Eastern origins and them being the new kind of warring triad uh, would fit from a... I mean, it wouldn't fit from a lore standpoint. It just... It just fits because of location, and uh, some part of me thinks that's a bad way to look at it in terms of putting the like these primals or gods into the game. Um, I would love to see him; I really would, but just don't shoot a horn of men just because it's the Far East. But every I, I, the thing is, whatever primals do get added, we have to. <laughs> I feel like they're going to – no matter what, they just shoehorn in. The, the Warren Triad was shoehorned in. They're just like, fuck yeah. it. So that's how, that's how Final Fantasy games work. You're like, well, we have this thing we put in other Final Fantasy games, so just throw it in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Final Fantasy logic in a nutshell. It's like, they use mm. Chocobos in the other games? Fuck it, we got Chocobos in our game. No, I think, I think Chocobos might have been a bit more <laughs> like <laughs> pertinent and not shoehorned. I don't think they shoehorned Chocobos in. But the thing is, you don't, and not every world needs to have them. They just say, well, fuck it. It's Final Fantasy, so it's got Chocobos, right? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Same with Moogles. Like, it's, the fight, it's Final Fantasy. We got Moogles. When, but in Final Fantasy 15, they're like, yeah, we weren't originally planning on having Moogles. Everyone's like, you better put a fucking Moogle in there. I swear to God, you better put a fucking Moogle in there. And they're like, okay, okay, we'll put a Moogle in. Holy shit, we'll put a Moogle in. All right, that's it. It's done. It's there. Here's proof. Please, please stop. You're scaring us. That's it. Uh, moving on into Endgame. By the way, Burn, how, how did you do in the creator? Did you do the creator, Savage? Savage, no. 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 Nope. No, not even nine. Nope. You weren't about nope. that life? Nope. There's no minions, to be it. fair. So True. Did you do A8 Savage yet for that minion, for Fosslet? Nope. There you go. That's one of the three. You That's good. one of the ones I don't have. Someone's asking me why I'm playing with the Joy-Con. I, every I, time I look I'm t- at it, I'm like... Whenever I'm talking... It's not the Joy-Con. I'm playing with the, the shitty like thing that goes on the Joy-Con when you use it. Like, as a standalone, which, fuck that, because those things are shit. But anyway, um, moving on. 
Uh, they talk about the difficulty, um, pretty much how it's, it's going to be the same. We're keeping the normal Savage formula, um, which, I don't know, some people are okay, some people not big fans because a lot of people want to go back to Coil. I don't know how you feel about the Coil system versus this burn. Uh, no, I'm, I'm fine with the normal Savage. I, I like the idea from uh, a player's perspective of... I don't have to be super, super, super top tier to experience all of the content. But if I want that more difficult challenge, it is also available to me. Um, uh, and, and he does go on to address the main concern here too, which is, of course, with that, the normal and savage formula is the loot, right? We're adding two new DPS drops, which changes the loot table. Uh, so they're talking about ways to, to kind of fix that as well. Um, which needs to, but I'm fine with normal and savage. The way that coil, I would not want to go back to it. Leave it. If those are my only two options, I, they pick the better one in my book. Hmm. Someone who plays a lot of MMOs, I'm not too surprised. Like I play a no, lot, I play a lot you play a lot. Yeah. So um, the big thing here is adding a fight in the odd numbered patches only available to those who cleared savage, like a, the super no bitching and moaning if it's too hard fight. Thank God. Now, it's one. Now we have nothing to conclude. It is only a single fight, but other translations have implied that his wording can be interpreted in a lot of different ways when it's brought over to English. And one of them implies it is a single thing. He doesn't say things. He says something, but that could just be a content structure. Uh, so it's impossible to say for certain. But let's assume it's one fight. Let's just assume. I hate it. Make an ass out of you and me. I hate it. Why do you hate it? You don't even do Savage. It. What does it matter? Right, which is so I am being blocked from uh, you son of a bitch. some type of content piece simply because I didn't, I, I either personally didn't want to or could not get a group for or could not get a group that was skilled enough to take on a harder version of something I've already beaten in the normal version. I don't like that. But isn't that the story of Raid altogether anyway? Now, if it's something, how about this though, Sly? If it's something that I can go into and I'm just never going to win because my group and I are not good enough, different story. Physically blocking me from being able to go in, I don't like. That's almost to me, it's like a skill check. Like if you couldn't beat Savage, you, there's right. probably no reason. You probably wouldn't have touched this in the first place. Right. And that's I'm not, what I'm thinking. I'm right. not saying I have to be granted the ability to beat it. I'm not asking for the game. You well, just want you just want to go ask, in. That's all you just, want. I don't like in any game, Final Fantasy XIV or anything else, I don't like the idea of unnecessarily gating content like that. It's That's the only, only thing I don't I, like. But I honestly don't see it as a gate. If it's gated it, by difficulty to the point where I can't beat it or can't get a group enough to beat it or I'm never going to see the loot from it or whatever, that's fine. Let me go in there and play it, though. That's what we're all there to do. And if I can't beat it, I can't fucking beat it. You know, I'm not the one whining about make it easier because I need my drops now and this game, I pay for this game. And no, you don't have to make it all insanely casual to the point that it's trivial or that anybody can beat it. But at least let me take on the challenge. And yes, I get the idea that you're talking about where if I, uh, the, the way the raids work, you, you have got to beat one savage to go to the next, to go to the next, to go to the next. So I can't get to number four without clearing number one on savage. You're right. correct, and I would give you a thumbs up, Sly. You're absolutely right. 
but there's the normal versions of those ones that I can play through the story, get to experience all four of those. The only incentive for me to do Savage is the difficulty and the gear. I'm not playing it to experience the content per se. Okay, so you're saying that if this fight was there <clears throat> and in order to do the Savage version, you need to be A4 Savage, but there was still a normal mode. That Absolutely. If they totally okay, all right. Totally so you, it's like, you just want to be able to fight the boss. I just even, want to be able to fight even, it, even whether if, or not I can beat it. So you just wish it was you just wish it was two tiered, like the rest of the rage structure, as opposed Correct. to being one tiered. Yes, like don't it's. hide okay. it behind savage and savage only, so that only the top one. I think it's stupid and money wise stupid to create any piece of content That's that is the eventually going to be gated to the one to five percent of your player base that yeah. actually makes it to that point. Okay. Well, I have to disagree with you in the point that at the same time you say that. But at the same time, you just said you're like you don't give a fuck about Savage. Why would you give a fuck about that? Well, he, it's like, the boss. I'd he care a lot about. more about Savage if there was no normal. <laughs> if he had no choice, <laughs> like Coil. Like, if you had no Coil, choice. yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. I would care yeah, I, I, a lot more about that if there was if there was no normal. Yeah. I mean, because I don't, I just don't see people just saying, "Hey, let's just go into this third tier just for the fuck of it." And just fuck around and just say, okay, we can't do this anymore. You knew you probably couldn't do it. Yeah, you just, you just wish it was two-tiered and consistent like the rest of the rage structure, pretty much. Yes. Okay. Because the way you, they're, again, we could be totally off anyway, right? Translation mm -hmm. on this right. one are varying, to say the, the least. But to have one specific fight that only appears to the people that have beaten the four savages of something before that, God, you've, you've taken a niche audience and made it even, even more, more niche, more niche. Yeah, at that point. Why'd you spend the money to do that? That doesn't make any sense. Because we asked for it. <laughs> yeah, the, we the asked, nine we asked for Gordius also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if there was no normal, Savage would be more important, but and to, to me. And the thing is, is a lot of, like I said, I made sure to, to put the assume. We're, this, we're about to assume yeah. and make an ass out of you and me, yep. which means nothing has just been said is based on any sort of factual statement. And is based on uh, translation and um, and interpretation, nothing else. Uh, Hammerify uh, to clarify, it's I wouldn't be upset if it's a boss I've never seen. It's a boss if I that I don't have the even remote capability of seeing. Whether it's due to my own personal skill, the lack of a sufficient party with the skill to do it. And sorry, you need to look at the broad MMO audience. I play a lot of these fucking things, gang. A lot of them, um, they're not rolling around in packs of 8, 10, and 15. You know, there's a lot of MMOs, people. And Final Fantasy, just because you have a big free company, that might be great. And this stuff is easy for you to get into. There's a lot of people rolling around with you know, a guy and his girlfriend or a guy and his wife or three friends. And I hate the idea of hiding content from them. Maybe in that case, just because they specifically don't know enough people in the game and God help you trying to get a pug. It's, for it's pretty much the equivalent. I like to say it's the equivalent of Algalon. Algalon from Ulduar, if anyone played... You only did that if, it, if, you were, if you did all the fights of the hard modes and then you... Yeah. Okay, Burn, would you, would it be better if you looked at it as a reward instead of just hiding behind difficulty, hiding behind Savage? It, it's I, I, a reward for you completing Savage. Would, would see, it be so different? I, it, I don't think it would be because it, to yeah. me, 
if they want to do that, then put drops in tier four savage of whatever we're talking about that are impossible mm -hmm. to get anywhere else. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's your and, and make them guaranteed drops if you want. I don't care. Make that re your reward there. Don't make content your reward. I just think that's kind of silly to to gate content as a reward for the upper couple of percent of people that will get to that while it's relevant. I mean, you're right. Eventually, in chat, some of you are pointing out, well, you'll get there eventually. Yeah, you're right. Two, three patches down the road or an expansion down the road when it's out-leveled and Savage 4.0 means ass because we're in 7.0 now. Yeah. But when the content was relevant to be seen, you, you took your audience and just funneled them into this chamber. So I, I don't like the idea. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. Casual. Take, leave the difficulty, and if I can't do it, I can't do it. I don't care. But don't gate me from even being able to see something while it's relevant because I wasn't the top 1% of player base. If you want to reward those players for taking on those challenges and succeeding, there's other ways to do that. Giving them content is, I think, uh, an unnecessary expenditure of resources. I would personally, I would still trade this out for more bosses in the raid tier. Personally, I I would I would still like more of that because this is already implying they said the fourth tier, which implies once again four bosses a raid tier. That's I mean maybe they're just using the current structure and that's not how it's going to be. I personally would trade one stupid difficult fight that I intend to take on and I intend to defeat, and it will be content that I do see. I would still trade it for something more people will see and will enjoy, which would be a fifth normal mode plus savage fight plus a longer raid tier in general. That's just me personally, though. Um, We're also talking about a game that is entirely built on the idea of things being locked anyway. Yeah. So no matter what I say, it's just my personal preference. I don't like that yeah. idea. If you, if you think about it, everything in this game is locked based on doing something ahead of it it's not a you know like an open world mmo just go do whatever the sandbox you, you want to do we also don't know if it's a new boss like for all we know it could right. be a, a, it, for a, like if it was a third it could be a tank mount yeah. it, <laughs> it could like if it was alexander prime on a third difficulty and that's it would you care as much no yeah that's that's it so if it ends up just being like a third difficulty of the final raid boss then it's, again, a different story. Because you do have, then, your normal mode for that same exact I, I like chat going back and forth on this. Some of them see where I'm coming from. Some of them don't. And I, I like some of the points being made. Chat, you're, you're awesome. You're, you're really awesome. I like, like somebody saying an exclusive fight might encourage more people to do Savage. Uh, maybe. It might not do a damn thing because it's just another thing I'm not going to get. Uh, I'm not going to get the loot or get to see that other fight. You're right. I, I think it could go either way. I think it could. It's highly dependent on the whatever reward structure they put within this extra fight. It could be like Second Coil Savage, where like you just did it, just to fucking do it, just to get a title. Did it come with a title? I love Second. Yes, all, every single individual fight in Second Coil Savage came with a title. Okay, so yeah, you just get a title. Um, yeah, it, to me, it's highly dependent on what reward structure they put into it. Also, I now this does bring up a good point. Burn, how did you feel about the initial? There were some really good ideas in chat, man. 
Some of them are. Hellgorge says, I'm curious, what if the fourth boss had another phase on this theoretically third difficulty? Well, that's where I was going, because A8, A8, A8 Savage, that's exactly where I was going, has an additional I love phase. that idea. I love it. So you enjoyed the implementation you, of A8 Savage having... Yeah. You, you Savage players that are able to beat it and it takes on a fourth phase, a fifth phase that I don't get to see because I, I did it on normal and the fight ends after that third phase. I love that idea. Sly, that kind of, I think, is the best mix of what you were saying earlier, which is as a reward... Mm-hmm. This isn't content that I'm being stripped out of. It's an extra phase, an extra challenge, an extra fun little bonus reward. Hey, you made it this far, but Sly, is your team good enough to take on this added portion of it? I love that idea. Um, because again, the, the people that are playing on normal, they got their experience, they got their beat, they got their story mode. If they want to try Savage, what's waiting for you not only a more difficult version but they added a fifth phase that he, mm-hmm. his head blows up and does extra stuff and he uh, grows I, wings love, and I love that idea yeah yeah all right i think we've beaten this topic to death at this point Rikeron, how is that different though that's still content you didn't get to see no i saw that boss i beat that boss i watched the story i didn't see some animations that that boss has in its palette because they didn't use them there's a difference for me okay there you go. All right, we have now beaten this topic to death. Pretty much. And we were, I was like, okay, we only got one more question left on the game watch one. And then, okay, here we Chat, go. Chat, you're awesome. There we go. All right. Um, and I guess the next question doesn't really help the Burns involvement. There was no talk about PvP content in the opening keynote. Will the PvP content for Stormblood that you talked about not be implemented in the 4.x series? Um, they said that it was so it would have been so time consuming to explain what they're doing they just literally couldn't so because of the scale of it it won't most likely will not be released in 4.0 but at a later time and they will talk about it sometime before the release of the expansion now okay. burn have you done any pvp with the garo event <laughs> but there's mounts no kind of high effort to get those mounts for some yeah and people. i don't collect mounts i Co- collect, collect. Mi- oh but there are new minions mi- now there's new feast minions now yeah good for them honestly burn i've seen people kill trading to get these minions because the way it's done they'll like set up parties and they'll just take turns killing each other to like get the fucking minions sorry i have much better things to do with my life than to swap pvp kills in final fantasy <laughs> Yeah, I haven't done it either. <laughs> I've done the PV, I've done the Garo stuff. Not all of it, but I've done some of it. Um, restructure of the PvP is a, kind of something that Burn and I have been going on since the XFB Nation slide. You are someone who also has some mixed feelings about when they, they do PvP update stuff. How do you feel about it being so large in scale that they, they couldn't even make the time to bring it up? I'm fine with it. You're <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Like really, I like right now. I, in terms of PvP, I couldn't just give any fucks about it because I've already got my Garo shit. I uh, we got a new map. Yay! It's actually a pretty damn good map. Um, makes things a lot interesting. But when it rolls out, it'll roll out. 
for me. I, I, you're not gonna look forward to it. You're just gonna. No. You'll look forward to it, but you won't be like, I look yeah. forward to it. I look forward to it, but I'm not. Oh my god, we're getting this fucking new PVD. No, I'm. I'm not like that. No. Not right. about that life. I, I thought you said you weren't gonna read. <laughs> I'm looking at cards. <laughs> That's a fucking technicality, and you know it. <laughs> That's a fucking technicality, and you know it. But burn. Yeah. Is my cat scratching my door? I think he is. I hear... I think he wants the PvP more than fucking burn does. I know, right? He's like, PvP, let me in. That is a badass cat. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they think they'll do, because they said they said that it's like all PvP aspects, and we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to the Korean interview stuff, because in the Korean interviews, of course, esports, that's the culture. And then, again, it's not, it's not even going to fucking matter until we get our words back. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, when we can't do shit without... You know what was so funny? Frosty, this last Saturday for Mog Talk, did a PvP mm-hmm. show, and I was like, how did you do a PvP show if no one's allowed to talk? <laughs> It. I was like, imagine if the show went live and it was just them using the macros to do the, the whole show. <laughs> Shout, out to Mo- there. Shout out to Mog Talk. All right. Okay, and that covers all of the Japanese interviews. We're not we're done talking about PV. Stop playing with your cards. Look, it's our buddy. We talked about him. Gilgamesh. There you go. He's got eight thousand hit points. Or whatever the fuck that means. And he's, and he's foil. And he is foil. He is indeed foil. All right. On that note, I'm just going to set this here because I do know the PvP comes up later. But I actually have thoughts on the PvP segment for later. Okay. All right. Good. So moving on is the next thing. This was a surprise to a lot of people, only because um, it's Korean live letters. So let's be clear. The Korean servers are not the same as our global servers. They are on patch 3.2 currently, with 3.3 the next thing to be implemented. However, there are people there already asking about the expansion, uh, questions about it. Uh, And so some of the things that we're going to talk about next come from uh, those people who are asking questions in the crowd. We have the bullet points that uh, Starlight, the person who posted the Reddit thread, went ahead and translated. So shout out to them. And we're going to, again, same deal, go through those one by one and discuss anything that actually needs discussing. We good? All right. So, first bullet point skills that don't see much use are being removed. We knew this. Any, I, I, either you guys, so Bernie, you have a wish list for that on Black Mage? No. No. I, no. And this, I mean, I still use it occasionally. I mean, it. It? What's it? Thunder. Thunder. Um, well, good, because we'll be tackling Thunder here in a few seconds. Yeah, yeah it's, so a, it's a, a nice little it. pop when, the, when you're in between some things. Uh, you just gotta be careful. Can't lose that in can. I really don't have a uh, a wish list as far as it. I'm I'm interested to see where this goes, particularly with Black Mage. Uh, I mean, some of those things like Scathe. I mean, where the that got taken off the hot bar as soon as Heaven's Word came out. So I can see where they're going with some of this, but none of them are like, oh my god, get rid of this for me. Sly, what about you for Dragoon? I don't care if you use it in PvP. Fucking tell me the skill. <laughs> Faint. Faint. Do you think they'll consolidate the uh, the the Fang and Claw and 
the other thing into one button that dynamically changes because that some people think they're going that way and, with warrior where like if you're in defiance it does this if you're in that you know and i don't think because that's two hop bar spaces that fucking literally serve the same purpose it's just random which side of the boss you'll be on yeah, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but, but we had people talk about this, and people said that, well, if you relegate one combo to one button, it'll become boring. I don't think they'll do that. I think specifically the proc from being in Blood of the Dragon for the fourth skill. But it's almost the same. But that's the problem. It's, yeah. two, it's two slots for something that's the same, but just literally which side of the boss okay, you have to stand you, on. You can, say, you can say that. That's one button thing. to get rid of. It's one button to get rid of. Um... With a combo, it's two buttons getting rid of. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. I'm fine with it. Like, you, you kind of get used to it. People say it makes it interesting. No, the fuck it doesn't. It, it's, it's fucking annoying as shit. It's like, all right, which it, one is it? Which one is it? Especially when it's on, like, Nidhogg, and, like, you have to like you have to stand right between the two because his hitbox is fucking huge. So you can't be, like, be on the flank. You got to be, like, on the very edge of the flank, and then you got to be ready to move off to the side. Yeah, from, from that standpoint, from both a combo standpoint and just removing one button, just making it a one button press. Like, I don't see why people say, well, it would be fucking boring if you just press one button. It's one. boring now. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring now. It's boring now, even with the extra button. It's boring for tanks to do one, two, three, one, so on and so forth. It's, it's fucking boring as shit, but we still do it. Putting it to one button, it, it's really not going to make a difference. It's still the same. Mm, 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 mm. It's the it's still the same rhythm. Ultimately, it's still the same cadence. Like so, it it doesn't really make any um, it doesn't make any difference for me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> do it, don't do it. Who cares? Who cares? Well, what about this next one? Because this next one has sparked a lot of debate amongst. So this is our first look at something among all seven hundred tanks among. <laughs> So my, they're all warriors. Anyway, um, so anyway, moving on. So this is our first look at the cross roll system, and it's not even a skill that was in the cross class system before that we're talking nope. about here. So they said that Paladin's Rampart and Dark Knight Shadow Skin are becoming the same skill and will be a cross roll skill for tanks. I'm gonna first now before I even take this as at face value. I would like to point out that Warrior does not have a skill currently that is like those. Foresight is not a skill that is like those. Which would mean in the first thing we've heard about them wait, doing wait. with tanks is a Warrior buff. That's the first thing I've seen as far as I'm concerned. Wait, yep. Wait, foresight is a skill? Hey, Foresight's 8% physical mitigation right now. It'll probably go up to like 11 to 12% if it's still around in the expansion. Uh, okay. I'm just saying Foresight... Maybe they just get rid of Foresight because this is consistently better. I don't know. Like... I don't know what the plan is there, but we'll we'll see. Um, what so that's that opens up a, for me. I'm, I don't even care so much that we talk about the combining of Rampart and Shadowskin because I think it's weird. First of all, does isn't Shadowskin better than Rampart because it has a trait that makes it ten percent stronger? Isn't it ten percent at base and then twenty percent with the trait? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nerf to Dark Knight. <laughs> Unless they make it twenty percent flat for both of them, who knows? And then Warrior gets another 20%. Warrior is... Does getting... Rampart get a trait that does that too? Though? Maybe Rampart gets a trait. I know that one of them... I know... Rampart also gets traded? Okay, I didn't know Rampart also got traded. Okay, there you go. All right. Warriors are smiling ear to ear, that's for sure. Yeah, Warriors are smiling ear to ear. Okay. 
We'll see what happens. Yeah, okay, Ramport gets the trade also. Every time I looked it up, okay, I always so found they, Ramport they on trade. They, they both end up at 20%. Then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, so that covers that. This is not a skill that was in the cross-class system before, though. And now it's being placed in there, which creates a lot of possibilities for other jobs that have the same issue of overlap in their in their skill sets. I mean, ev almost every job has some degree of uniqueness, but at the same time, there's a bunch of, like, some, like, minor overlap here. So I don't know... Just seeing that, what other skills would they possibly even think of doing this for? Throwing them in the cross role system when they I, were... I'm not saying the name of a skill at all. Because with this type of um, a move, it kind of shows me that everything was on the table. Everything was on the table as far as skills to be reduced, skills to be modified, skills to be combined, skills to be added to the, the role... Um, the the roles uh cross role skills uh, everything was put on the table here uh and so i'm not even gonna hazard guesses at this one i'm gonna just watch this one roll out over time uh and hopefully i'll be pleasantly surprised and not flaming reddit because i'm so angry about some changes buff warriors remember gotta buff rework warriors. paladin better buff warriors Buff Warriors. And nerf Irelia while you're at it. Anyway. I mean, everybody's going to have their favorite thing that they think, you know, I've played uh, Paladin for so long, these two skills. I've played Black Mage for so long, these two skills. This would be great if they combined this and combined this or did this and made this cross-class because my Black Mage could use it, but it's not cross-class now, so I can't use it. So it'd be nice if they... Be everybody's got that wish list. But this type of... This being the example change they gave us shows... They're thinking about all of those two. So what would it be nice for a black mage to have? And are there other classes that would like to have that that currently don't? I think it's incredibly, it shows the depth that they're going to, to sort this out and find better ways to do it. Uh, and I'm interested with the combinations they, that uh, Yoshi P and team will potentially come up with here. Sly, as a Dragoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Would you like goad as a cross roll skill? Because <laughs> currently goad is cross classable, but nothing can cross class out of rogue that isn't a class. As a fellow DPS, would you do your fellow melee DPS a favor and goad him if you were <laughs> from a DPS standpoint or from a personal standpoint? From a personal standpoint. <laughs> from a personal standpoint. <laughs> From a personal standpoint, I'm a fucking selfish bastard, and I'm asking <laughs> shit every every chance I get. But what if you had it, and you had the ability to give it to him, and he can give it back, and you could be like Goad Brothers, just touching tips all day? Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him? <laughs> give me Goad. Fuck you. <laughs> there you go. Listen, Mr. Stick of the Realm, you're the one who called me Big Daddy, all right? I wasn't talking about your tip. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. It's a big dick joke. Ha, ha. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> next, one, next one goes back to involving you again, Burn, because they're going to get yep. rid of th Thunder 2 and 3 and just make Thunder scale with level. That's and this probably is what, what I was talking about. Yeah, that's probably what they should have done anyway. Uh, I mean, yep. the only time you're popping it is when the, the proc happens. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have a problem with this. Death, yeah, that's it. I just wonder what that means for like, because 
Thunder and Thunder is kind of unique in that you can do this. Stone and Arrow and like Fire and Blitz, like none of the other ones that scale up like one, two, three, really have the same mm -hmm. sort of method. Maybe Stone, but I don't know what they can do to consolidate any of the other ones. Looking at the other the other jobs, like this is one of those unique cases that only works for Black Mage. I feel. Yep. I wonder. I I want to know more. Yoshi P, stop tipping us. Just give us more, please. And then Black Mage, how come he gets to talk about Black Mage the whole fucking time? And I... Well, you know, the class that matters, so... You son of a bitch. Or it's, or it's maybe indicative of how broken the class was. I, I don't know. We're going to change a bunch of things because Black Mages are awesome, or we're going to change a bunch of, bunch of things. He's a Black Mage main, Black maybe Mage. that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why. I mean, he's going to be a Red Mage main. He's, he said it himself, it's his, favorite, it's his favorite job in all of Final Fantasy. He's already been drawn as one riding the Phoenix mount. It's a firebird. Eyelash in my eye. Oh, ow. Well, better there than, you know, someplace, I don't know, someplace else. Yeah, so, I'm fine with the thunder change. It totally makes sense. Um, but this next one is, th now th I'm definitely going to say, take this one with a grain of salt. Because again, it comes down to translation and interpretation. Enochian will become a permanent buff, meaning you will... How is that down the translation? I'm sorry. <laughs> Enochian is permanent. Because like, numbers so are going through Other translations have implied that Fire 4 and Blizzard 4 will not be Enochian exclusive. So he's actually like that the translation could mean that the skills that were Enochian exclusive before are now permanent. Because he does immediately follow, meaning you'll always be able to use Fire 4. Because then it wonders, what the fuck is Blizzard 4? Four, right? Because it's the the linchpin for the Enochian refresh right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, that's that's the question. Is that, that so? It, you think chopping block? No, I don't know because there, there's fucking Blizzard one, two, three, and four. Fucking mm -hmm. Fire one, two, three, and four. They can't just do Fire five and then Blizzard five and then Thunder. They can't even do it. Th and then Burst and then Flare two and then Freeze two. Like you can't just keep doing that. So. I guess Mage is going to be the AOE champ again and get a bunch of Goss spells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Enochian That's not going to happen. Enochian just becomes Fist of Fire at this point. So it's a question of, you know, where Yeah, is... and there's, there's people pissed about this potential change you know, with, if, if Enochian is indeed permanent, uh, a permanent buff. There, there's people pissed about this. I, I'm not one of them. I am uh, fairly adept at my Black Mage rotation at this point. Uh, I understand why somebody just coming up might not be as adept at it because it did take a little while to really master it. And, to put, and there, hell, even at this point, there are still certain fights that if I don't time a particular thing right based on movement, shit, I drop my Enochian and I've, I've got, you know, whatever, 15 to 20 seconds of burning through a Realm Reborn's rotation waiting for a cooldown. There's concerns that this is going to make the class ridiculously easy, right? Uh, as far as the rotation goes. And I can certainly hear those, those concerns. I understand why they're making this change, though, because it literally created a huge gap between people who knew the rotation and could do it and the people who didn't. It wasn't Sly and I are both Dragoons and he's just slightly better. We're both doing the same rotation, but he's just slightly better at it and he can out DPS me, but we're still both contributing very well. 
uh, it created a gap where he, you didn't want to go anywhere with the black mage that didn't have that rotation mastered. And that's a pretty big fucking gap <laughs> uh, yeah. because they, they just weren't as useful. And it was apparent to anybody. Um, it wasn't somebody. Black mage is just that good. job anyway. Like black mage is the it one is, job an where extent. I go yeah. into cutters cry and the guy's spamming fire three. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I like some of the things they could do real. here, right? Or Where the Nokian stays up and you are able to use Fire 4 and Blizz 4, and there's some other combination of just a little extra something, where instead of not having my Nokian up puts a 20% difference between the person who does it right and the person who, who can't quite get it for whatever reason or just isn't good at it, versus we're both doing the same rotation but because i'm a master at it i'm able to weave things other things in and buffs in to help boost damage but we're still viable i can definitely see the reason for this um i'm not as mad about it as as other people are but burn if i'm always in ice then i never run out of mp and my dps will always be good right yeah <laughs> and this is this also doesn't take into account, by the way, any skills that we are going to get from yeah. level 60, it's a, it's, 70, it's a completely which isolated could completely update. change things. Right. I'm really, like, the more they keep talking about the old skills, the more I want to know the new skills. Because, like, when I think of Dragoon for Sly, and I think of what could change it, like, that's the next thing, because luckily I have a Black Mage and a Dragoon on this show. Because... People are beginning to think Blood of the Dragon's gonna follow the same suit. Where, I mean, perhaps like I, I presented the theory earlier that Fire Four and Blizzard Four will be permanent, but managing Anokian, like Anokian is a buff you pop, and Blizzard Four maintains that to keep its its purpose out there. Mm -hmm. Blood of the Dragoon is a little bit different because you use your Skogul to exp to expend Blood of the Dragon. It's yeah. it's not like they could just make it a permanent buff and then give your Skogul a cooldown. A longer cooldown, or, or or what? What are you saying that make? Do you make think that Blood of the Dragon will get the Enochian treatment and become a permanent buff with other changes to Jerskogul? The only way I can see them changing your Skogul is by removing the the ten second um, drop in Blood of the Dragon, so that you would do a Gear Skogul. You could permanently do a Gear Skogul, and not worry about your blood of the dragon timing falling off because it wouldn't lose the two and then it's just gated by cooldown yeah pretty yeah. much um, do you think they'll do that though if they're gonna do this to an okay and i don't see why not like it's just it this to me is just an increase of fucking dps because <laughs> you're already doing all it right that that's all i see with the nokian is just fucking numbers going up that's all i see and if they're gonna do this with an uh Enochian, then I see a whole bunch of other DPS and other jobs getting the same treatment as well, making making it pretty much easy access, like kind of like what Burn said, uh, for people for people for, like I wouldn't say unskilled, but you know, players who have a hard time with the rotation to kind of close the skill gap between them and the the high tier players. So yeah, it, it, it totally makes sense that you would do something like this to close the skill gap. And then as potentially a monk in the expansion, I began to look at Grease Lightning, which is not a button press to turn that yep. on. 
that's very different. And I'm wondering where that goes. Maybe we get the PvP durations. Fuck it. It's like thirty fuck. It's like thirty fucking <laughs> seconds of Greased Lightning. I haven't even, I haven't even really thought about PvP for these implications. They would have like there has to be a whole bunch of balance in the PvP if they're going to do this bullshit. Oh yeah. Like, it, we're we're just talking about the PVE frame, and you know just increasing DPS in general. When you talk about PvP, shit's going to be horribly unbalanced. It already is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. It already is. Oh, man. This makes it even worse. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Because, I mean, that's the one thing is they keep talking about having the same amount of skills for the expansion. I'm just like, that doesn't, with PvP, that's still too many skills, man. I can't do, please. I can't keep having fucking eight, eight extra skills on my hotbar because of PvP. You're ruining me. And you don't even have your own separate cooldown for it. Or your own separate setup for it. Next thing they talked about are skills that debuff the enemies are not going away, but will be adjusted. Specifically, Paladins, Rage of Halone, and Monk's Dragon Kick are mentioned by name. Now, they're not very clear about what aspect of the debuff, because Dragon Kick obviously has the blunt resistance, but it also has the intelligence resistance, and Rage of Halone is strictly a strength resistance. Um, so I don't know where they're going with that, but uh, I mean, it, at the very least, expect to keep things that uh, to me it's almost a dumb comment because it's like d did anyone really think yeah. we weren't going to debuff the enemy at all anymore <laughs> yeah pretty much like did i no one ever suggested rage of halone is going to lose the strength reduction you know what i mean i've only suggested that and i want to get your thought on this burn because sly i feel like i'm i'm kind of alone on this one i think they're going to get rid of blunt slashing and piercing because i think they are too okay Oh, absolutely. Fuck that bullshit. Fuck that bullshit. Because Dragon Kick will still have a debuff, even yep. if they get rid of it. So they said that's not... They just did not clear about what parts are not going away. <laughs> no. He, yeah, he's... he's again, most, a lot of people are against me in that train of thought because of create. The thing is, you either add the ability for every single job to do these things, and it create, yep. creates homogenization, or you remove the mechanic entirely, it creates homogenization, so... Right, which is something that goes back to the quote we were talking about uh, earlier with Samurai not having the support skill. Don't worry about Samurai. Look at the bigger picture. We're going to take them away from everybody. <laughs> so uh, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, because Yoshi P is very big on that. And as these numbers get bigger and bigger, remember, Wild just recently had to do this not too long ago. When these numbers get bigger and bigger and bigger, percentages get bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, and it starts creating what... Yoshi P hates, which is that Gaps. we would rather have X class than or X job than Y job for this particular fight because of this particular mechanic or this particular. And yeah, I agree with you. At some point, they're they're going away. Get out of here. Sorry, I scared some people. I hope not. Anyway, um, then concerning raid compositions, he feels that the Astral Ocean buffs any uh, after the Astral Ocean buffs any combination of healers is currently viable. Doesn't mean they won't be seeing changes. For tanks, they specifically plan to do something about warrior off tank. So yeah. is this where the balance comes in? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's ask anybody in chat that plays Astrologian if you feel that the healer meta, uh, meta is equitable across the board. Let's just see He's, what you he guys didn't say. He didn't say equitable. He said viable. As in you could clear things with any combination of the healers. Right. Well, you know, I could go and play a warrior, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but I'm not going to. 
and it I, doesn't mean doesn't mean I'm viable at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, they say they still will be seeing changes. He's happy, I guess, or at least he's he's content with the way that the healer meta has evolved. And let's be completely honest: no matter what they do, one job is always going to get made fun of by the min maxers. That is that is the internet and RPGs in a fucking nutshell. Let's be honest about that. But I don't know. The comment wasn't very... And By the way, Warrior Off Tank, that is not where the, all the problems are. Let no, me... not at all. <laughs> the problem is Warrior can do either or and it's just better than everything else. Yep. You know how many groups still do Warrior pull with Unchained and then as soon as Unchained falls off, the Off Tank provokes off because it's more enmity than just starting with the Off Tank and that way they don't have to worry about... Especially groups without yep. ninjas. Like... It's because they could do anything. They're just better at fucking everything. <laughs> They're the best tank healer, support, DPS, ranged, McCaster, melee, <laughs> fucking Tom Cruise, whatever. I don't know. They get the adventurer need bonus regardless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> War can just do whatever it wants. But the good news is that in 4.0... That those warriors and those healers, man, they could they have the adventure and need bonus getting buffed. So <laughs> now is this gonna be more gill, tombstones? I like that they had the balls to specifically say to encourage because they players know. to play tanks and healers. Hey, listen, when 3.0 first came out, I got a few adventure and need for DPS. I got a few. Because I'm sorry, new, I have never looked, have because they were never new tanks looked at the, the roulette and seen, oh, adventure and need tank. You know, I really should roll a tank. What if it gave you a minion? <laughs> then you do it once. Roll that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> roll it up. Sly, what do you, how do you feel about Because you actually just leveled your tanks and your healers not too long ago. Were there, at any point were you like, yeah, I'm in the adventure in me? I mean, leveling-wise, it was great. The main, my main thing was fucking Qs. I mean, if I got an adventure in need, sure. Like, what is I'm, it? I'm, what is it now? Wait, is nobody's it rolling their class specifically for the adventure in need. Oh, no, no. That, that wouldn't which is the implication. I'm in it for myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I was just there because I was just leveling that certain class. Like, right. Yeah, like, I'm not going to, you know, do my dailies and say, oh, there's an adventure in need. Let me roll this. No, fuck that. I'm <laughs> probably going to still go DPS anyway because fuck everything. Um, yeah, like, we, I think it's necessary for this to happen because of the whole samurai thing, samurai red They need something in the tank. They, they need something. But what, like, what would you need, Sly? To look at the adventure and need bonus, and go holy shit! I'm queuing in as a tank today. I know what my answer. Is. Right Minions. Away. No. All right, go ahead, Sly. What could tempt me to just say fuck it? Say whatever. Ooh. I don't care what it is. Just say it. Besides bonus tomes. That's it, right there. That's the only thing I can think of. Bonus tomes. Yep. So you so how many bonus tomes? Looking at the current structure now, it would have to be get. fuck ton of like it would have to be a fuck lot to just get me to just switch over from DPS to tank or healer. Like it would like double maybe. Double sounds good. 
Sounds like a good start. Double yeah, select. They're, they're never going to do that. I, yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, because then that, the tank, because you know what happens? The problem is then the tanks and the healers are done with their expert roulettes three days into the week and they say, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> it, it's wishful thinking, but yeah, that's for me, that's what it would take. Anything, anything less, I, who gives a fuck? Someone said wolf marks. <laughs> <laughs> I love chat. Oh, my God. Oh, but yeah, more tomes are doing for me. And, and like, I, I have, you know, white mage at max level, black mage at max level, and I'm working on Dark Knight just so I can unlock my mentor status. It's at like 53, 53, 54 right now, I think. Um, not quite there. But yeah, bonus tomes. I'll do it for about 50,000 gil. Shit up. I'll do it for about 50,000 gil. Nah, screw gil. Because, because when every day I do the Moogle Beast Tribes, I'm so excited to get a glass fiber to sell for like 50 to 60k. And I say, I say 50 mil. I meant 50k. <laughs> I think I said 50 mil. Yeah, no, I'll take 50 mil. Absolutely. Or five ether. You know what? I'll take five etherite tickets. Fuck oh, that. I'll take, I'll, take, I'll take etherite tickets. Yeah, that's not good enough for me. Give me etherite <laughs> tickets. Give me 50,000 gil. Nope. Give me, Give me something, man. I'm nope. gonna need. I need some sort of gill incentive here. Tombstones or GTA fucking date hat. I'm sorry. Says the. F I'm the fucking guy who's got 115 mil here, Sly. All right. Hey, you're talking about fucking aetherite tickets. You're a cheap fucking date. I'm sorry. <laughs> How the else do you think you get to 115 mil, Sly? You spend intelligently. <laughs> you invest, and you don't. You don't. Ex you don't. You have, don't have unnecessary expenditures. Oh. No. A chest that has, you know, I'll take a chest that drops a fucking ethereal grade item. That's what I'm going in the diadem for anyway, is fucking pink gear. So why, why, why the fuck not, I guess? <laughs> I can't wait for that. Um, next up we have, the next two things are kind of the same. So, and I'm pissed. I'm really pissed at the second one. So the first one is, in 4.1, they want to make it by then. You could do a, a pre-made 24-man using the cross-world party finder. Totally saw coming. We, we just, it was a question of when. The problem mm -hmm. is there is never going to be a duty roulette alliance in order to do it with. <laughs> nope. This infuriates me that they still don't it, want it, to do it. And the reason given pisses me off the more. Yeah, it infuriates more. you because of, um, because of Wonder's Tales. We have Wonder's Tales. Why would you need this? And I half-heartedly half agree with this. Yeah, half-heartedly because your full heart's not in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my full heart's not in it. I half-heartedly agree with this. Like people are going to do this anyway on Wondrous Tales. So why? Okay, let me describe to you Wondrous Tales in their head versus Wondrous Tales in reality. Let me okay. break this down. It's like okay, we'll do all these. We'll put all this old content in Wondrous Tales. You don't need to do it with the relic weapon anymore. People will get together and do that, and it's great. You know that'll fuel the duty finder. Now, here's the reality of it. Okay, I'm going to unsync my 1 to 49, unsync my 50. I'll do my expert roulette for the day. Eh, fuck 51 to 59 dungeons. Uh, let's see. Let's get an unsynced group together for, for the primals. Uh, hold DPS on Leviathan. Hold DPS on Ifrit. Oh, my God. We fucking wipe. This shit's stupid when you're unsynced. Okay, that's 7 out of the 9. Now, let me get now let me shuffle till I get something that's decent. Fuck it. I'm done shuffling. And now it's like, well, I, now I'll just fill the last two whenever I fucking fill them. No one's looking at Wonder's Tales and be like, you know what? Crystal Tower's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're not even taking into account that Wondrous Tales, of course, is either going to be relegated to meaningless content or evolved 
into level 70 content to keep it relevant yeah. after Stormblood launches. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even touched that the idea of, okay, yeah, a lot of people might be, let's say that their, their stats are 100% correct and shit, everybody is running these 24 mans right now because of Wondrous Tales. And that's the only reason they're doing it. But man, it's, it's just flooded with people and they're doing it. All right, it's March. You have till June. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't think that's a good reason. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. I just put it that way. Wondrous Tales is not an excuse. I've, I would have accepted more that they need to overcome the technical issue of the original Labyrinth of the Ancients requiring six tanks and all the rest of them being... I would accept that more as a problem, but I still don't accept it. <laughs> Like we have, we gotta have the technology. <laughs> Slide. Do we have the technology? We can rebuild we it. We have the technology. We but... finally can do our chocobos. Like we can have them out yeah. and queue in. Like we have the technology. Yay! Um, we have the technology, but for you know, for your reasons to you know want to have this in place. I still have reasons I don't even want to fucking do Dunscaping. You know, I you know <laughs> that does bring the other point to the surface. I do suffer in my twenty-four man, so I really want a reason to to, to delegate more time to that. Like I have reasons. I just don't want to do Dunscaping. I mean, Void Arc and Void Arc and everything below that, maybe. Oh sure. yeah, we but we think City and Dunscape. Too yeah, many wipes. Right, well, hell, even Weeping City. Wipes. Even Weeping City. I'll give Weeping City like. One point on that one, but yeah, Dunscape, fuck that shit, no. That's I ain't got any reason to go back in there, hell no. Mm -mm. Especially after the treatment you gave, you gave it in the last patch? <laughs> okay, sure. I can only imagine having to go back to level 50 Labyrinth of the Ancients with a bunch of people that like haven't done them in ages and then doing Bone Dragon. <sighs> the thing is, it, Bone Dragon's pretty easy, it was pretty easy at I-130. Still yeah. went bad sometimes. The worst, worst was the Atomos trash, where you're just like, oh, get man. on the fucking platform. We have six melees. Get on the fucking platform. <laughs> just because you have six melees doesn't mean you get to not stand on it. Yeah. Uh, I just, um, and then there's also the question of like Alexander normal mode, like roulettes mm -hmm. for the normal mode raids as well, because those suffer the same thing that the Crystal Tower 24 mans do. Yeah. Um, so there's. I think there's demand for it, and every time we demand something else, they fucking do it. So just fucking do it. Come on. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pack these. I'm gonna walk up to Yoshi people like, yo, how you gonna talk shit about my alliance raids? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, dog. That's it. So, so half that just means you get a chance. You have a chance to ask him about peaches. And when he tells you, not, not even about peaches. You have a like if you're gonna do an alliance raid, you have a chance to get Proto Ultimate Trash. <laughs> which by the way for everyone who was wondering if it was going to pop up in a different instance every week it is in Dinscape again so quell that you can go ahead and just say no it's going to be in Dinscape every fucking week alright um, and then the rest of the things are uh, kind of like it's difficult to add more chat tabs which was not something I ever thought I wanted in the game Weird, weirdly enough. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because they're trying to do cross-roll stuff. So if, like, they, they could have one where it's strictly your cross-roll tells or, like, I don't know. 
But you can always do that yourself. You have what four tabs, three, four tabs or something, and you can modify them. Cross server chat yeah. too, which yeah. makes me believe that at some point we will finally get cross server friends listing. Well, they said they're working on that. They said yeah. cross server link shells, free companies, yeah. uh, friends lists, everything. I think they said cross server tells are the next thing. Yeah. Downloads, which is really funny going back to like 2.0 where they were like, we don't want you to be able to send tells and instances because people cross server could bully. And that's like, yeah, well, fuck that. So here yep. you go. <laughs> I probably, you probably need to be on someone's friends list. That's the only problem. My friends list is full enough on one server. So please give me like another 800 friend slots so I can do this. Look forward to it. Please look forward to it. All right. And then the last thing is requests for tattoos and body hair. That's been there since launch. Yeah, which is, yeah. But they said that, they didn't even say yes. They just said it would be easier if they made them equipable items. No. <laughs> just, I, I just imagine, like, that's, like, Michael, like, that's how Michael Myers does awesome powers. He just oh, goes in yes. and just, like, just throws Finally. chest hair on. Yes, my hair plate dropped. Awesome. <laughs> that's going into Alexander Savage and your, your, your Alexandrian, Alexandrian chest hair drops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes! think fantastic my back hair piece yes <laughs> fucking A I love this game I'm running around naked from now on <laughs> let me glamour that 265 with my back hair yes <laughs> I don't think it would make it drop in rates to be fair I don't think oh it'd be awesome if it did though wouldn't it <laughs> Fuck, man, I've needed a weapon for three months now, and I keep getting nothing but chin hawks. God damn <laughs> I'm waiting for the dragon tattoo on the arm that, like, comes up. It's like a sleeve, and it comes oh up over your chest. There you go. God. That's amazing. Oh, man. There you go. I like the thought that you want back hair to drop. Like, who has ever said that? That's right. Screw it. Who Screw it. I don't care. Who equips back I don't care if it's for you. You'd have to have somebody else equip it for you. What are you going to be like? No, you have somebody else groom it for you. <laughs> what, the aesthetician? aesthetician? Right. Yeah, the aesthetician's like combing your back hair. Yeah. There you go. Braid that shit. <laughs> Imagine rolling braided back hair. I'm oh, rolling need, bitches. <laughs> oh, we're doomed. Oh, we're doomed. God. First peaches, now back hair. Here we go. That's it. Done. Donezo. All right, and that was uh, that was it for the Oh my god, the happy trail dropped. I haven't seen that in all these runs yet. <laughs> Fucking hey, <ain't> need. <laughs> um, you play a female. Who cares? Look at that fucking thing. Need. <laughs> Put it on in the preview pane. Can you just imagine that? I'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> oh no. Nice. Tramp stamp drops. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, please kill me now. Oh, why did I let you on the show today? <laughs> For this reason. For this. So now we now you have steak. Now we have steak, we have big daddy, and we have back hair. My Makote running around with a tramp stamp that says juicy. Fuck yeah, this game's gonna get awesome. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I have an image. The ass slider? 
no i so somebody drew my character a while back and oh, it is of me with the golden subligar and my ass says juicy and oh I, my god yeah i oh there it is no it doesn't say juicy or does it say something else? yeah it says juicy it's on screen for everyone to enjoy right now it's covering everything yeah so i mean it's not on my lower back but just move it up a little bit pretty close and we're uh and we're good to go all right anyway moving on um, so, so that wasn't the only thing to come out of the, the the korean like live letter fan fest what i don't even know what it was that they would call it um the they other well yeah but then there's this which is like the interview that's like separate from yeah. the live letter um and it's literally three questions about pvp for final fantasy 14 the first question. The Feast have a lot of healers and melees at the top of the charts. We seem to have a higher contribution to winning games. What do you think about adding rankings for each job? Like Palace of the Dead rankings for each job. Oh, by the way, I still really like Palace of the Dead's ranking system. Like, it's, it's completely for show. But I, I was, I'm still kind of tempted. I think I'm number eight on the Monk chart. I kind of want to go back and go for number, like, one or two or something like that. I like, I like job-based rankings. They said, um... That uh, they would that the problem is people would just pick the jobs that do best for killing with the ranking and just only play those. I've got a newsflash for Yoshi P. The funny thing about player versus player content is that the entire point is to kill the other fucking team. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, there's capture the flag. And how do you capture it? Protect that person, kill everyone else. And you it's like and it implies that's the only way that they would get contribution or that would be the highest contribution. So that's that was the first question. All right, whatever. The second question. <laughs> Burns, every, you, both of your faces are just like. Question number two. You talked about Final Fantasy XIV moving into esports before. Any updates on that? It's like someone just asked him about content being too hard or too easy. Guys? Yeah. Guys? What's up? Guys? I want to talk hey. about esports. I want to talk about esports. And yeah. at least now I can watch Kingsglaive in peace. The, the LCS? You want, you want to talk about the LCS? The, uh, no, the, the, the XIV LCS. <laughs> XIVCS, the 14 championship series. Oh, there's the cigarette. I'm surprised that you could you smoke in your uh, in your man cave. I don't. That's how bad this fucking. <laughs> I imagine I, actually I imagine, don't smoke in the house at all. I imagine like five minutes from now. Hey, are you smoking in here? It'll happen. <laughs> I smoke outside on the deck, but Jesus Christ, esports! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's the quote of the show. Esports? Are you? Fucking kidding me! All right, want to know what the most depressing is? The first, the first part of the answer. We're actually in the middle of having discussions with sponsors. 
We'd like to have an official league, but at the moment we're getting feedback on various problems that might come up while we are preparing for it. Problems such right, as... Right, like PvP sucking. I mean, that, that might be the first problem that you might want to address. The problems such as needing to go through PvE content to gear up and level up before you start PvPing, having too many skills where the players will get lost and confused, the need of a spectator mode, which we already solved by adding, We'll be solving these three problems and preparing it for the new PvP content, which is planned for 4.0. This is the stuff they said was too large-scale to talk about in an opening keynote. Oh, God. <laughs> I like the level of contribution I'm getting from you two right now. That's... that's okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, I, 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 like, you know, you know I, I love PvP, but seriously... Sly, you're also the person who said that the rank, that like the whole ELO system didn't make, like, didn't make sense. For a time, it didn't. For a time. No, it still doesn't, because somebody who was in Diamond went up against a full bronze team the other day. <laughs> it's like, well, these people are probably pretty closely matched. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, right. Hey, hey. So, uh, let's, let's tackle each individual thing here. So, oh, okay. needing okay. to go through PvE content and level up to get to PvP. Definitely a concern. It's a necessary evil. It's a necessary evil with the way the game is designed now. But it's mm -hmm. in almost every game, not an actual structure for the way their P for PvP is done. Final Fantasy XIV mm -hmm. is the only game I've ever played where your PvP is limited to going through the, an entire main story and leveling your characters. and yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on. I mean, let's not go that crazy. I mean, World of Warcraft's PvP was on the esports scene for a while, and they're actually trying to get back into it a little bit. And at the time, that had the, suffered from the, the same type of problem. You didn't, you didn't need to get to max level to PvP, though. No, that was just the esports scene. You didn't need to scene. get to max level. Uh, so, but, but you still even had to do generate PvP interest content. in it. Yeah, but that's that's a whole that's entirely different from not having any PvP content prior to max level and expecting people to play your game with the anticipation of competing in any sort of meaningful PvP. So have what? what Give us PvP that's not level fucking max level. Give us like, and I don't mean slaughter and secure, which are individual modes. Every mode mm -hmm. available across several level ranges, and yes, there's always a problem. Or upscale people. Like, take people who are low-level and allow them to upscale. My thing is, if you... Um, so, l let me just grab what you're saying. You're, you're saying that, you know, you want different levels of PvP. How many... Okay, you... We, we'll have a 60, we'll have a 50. Say that. Do, how many more levels underneath 50 would you want? With the well, level cap going to 70... There's also a lot of games that require you to get to pretty substantial points before you even get to PvP. Maybe it's not right. end game in all of them, but th this isn't, this part to do, isn't- To be a part of the esports- I'm not as yes. surprised by this as, as you are. Hmm. I mean, Blade like, and Soul has uh, a, a pretty active, I mean, they do tournaments and stuff. Yeah, Maybe and you know what level I started queuing into PvP and Blade and Soul? Like 18. <laughs> yes, you'll be upscaled and you won't have all the skills and yeah, you're at a disadvantage. But I still was able to whoop some people's asses on my way up and have a good time with it. So that the point, by the time I got to max level, I was more interested in it than, oh, let me just jump in at max and I'm dead. <laughs> okay. So you say that, but where's your incentive after after that to even play the game more and get the other skills and, you know, 
a better PvP. Just so you guys know, Mel needs to come in here and get luggage because she's got to get a flight. So um, she's going to come in in, uh, in a couple minutes. Um, or as soon as possible, she can come in whenever because it is urgent. So, uh, yeah, just letting you guys know that. I, I just feel like if you don't give people a means to get into P a game strictly for PvP, you have no – you just – you don't. You don't generate a PvP audience in the first place. Everyone joined Final Fantasy XIV, and it was all PvE. And then when they introduced PvP, it was like, ah, eh, you know. And then the few people who are interested in it still do it. But most people just abuse it in however many different ways they can to do it as little as possible and reap the rewards. And, I mean, unless you get PvP to teach you to teach you the same things that PvE is teaching you. I could understand that. If, you, yeah. if they did the same thing that PvE does where... Well, not even the Hall of the Novice or anything, but, you know, you get skills and hopefully you read your fucking tooltips. Um, and, and what happened to the, the trial? They said they were going to make a free trial of the game that would just put you at max level and the only thing you can enforce PvP. They never did that either. Hmm. Like, there's all these things that just, they feel like, it's, it's, second, it's second thought. Mm -hmm. PvP is always second thought in this game. It sounds like they want to make it a first thought, but the game is not structured around it being a first thought. You can't just make it a thought all of a sudden and it matters. Right. And it's right. esports. But you need to get people in and interested and in doing it for anybody to even want to get to max level in PvP. Well, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. And here's, here's the thing. My negativity, my personal negativity towards PvP may come off as PvP should not be in the game at all. That is not what I am saying in any way, shape, or form. If you enjoy PvP, go for it. I'm not generally a fan of PvP in general, and Final Fantasies is subpar on my interest level of not being generally interested in PvP to begin with. So full disclosure on where I'm coming from, if you love it and it's your thing and it's the only reason you play Final Fantasy XIV, God bless you, Godspeed, have fun. When we're looking at this from the context of an eSport, though, an eSport. It's easy to look at the hype at fan fests over matches, right? It's easy to look at that hype <clears throat> and say, hey, there might be a market for this in eSports because of look at the crowd and the people and how excited they are and everything. One, the PvP is not nearly solid enough for eSports. And this is coming from a guy who does nothing but write articles and editorials and play this stuff in all other games just to be able to write intelligently about the topic. It is just not balanced enough for that. Uh, and two, if at some point you did get it balanced enough, the excitement that happens at fan fests and things like that is a full audience of people that know your game inside and out enough to be interested in spending money flying and getting into your fan festival. If you've never played Final Fantasy at all, Final Fantasy 14 at all, or you've just maybe glanced at it or touched it, look at the interface. It isn't <laughs> like watching a League of Legends match where in five to 15 minutes, you could generally figure out if you had no experience with League of Legends, you could generally figure out what those four abilities tend to do. When you have a hot bar of 
you know, dozens of abilities. Yeah. Dozens of them. And, you know, over a dozen jobs that are in the matches and the scale of which some of these matches go as far as number of players and the ability for burst healing and burst damage to be the name of the game in certain cases. And God, you have to know the game to watch it. And that does not really benefit the esports scene as far as, oh, there's a new game doing some esports tournament. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Without doing some additional. <laughs> I'd be more interested in watching a fucking esports Dead by Daylight tournament than I'd be in watching a Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV <Wow>. tournament. <laughs> oh, man. And, let's, and by the way, when I was at North American Fan Festival, so many people walked out with PvP stuff with stickers. They're like, whatever, it's PvP. Whatever. There's also the danger of how expensive it is to get into that e arena before oh, you yeah. start recouping that that expenditure that you put in there. And where does that expenditure come from? They've already talked about not being interested in VR for exactly that reason, right? Yeah. Uh, they played with it. They thought they could do some things. Frame rate might be an issue. To you got to get the the frame rate bumped up as high as possible to avoid the motion sickness some people get to. And you're talking about a very small audience with a huge financial investment. And granted, yeah, I, I, esports is much bigger than the VR scene. I'm just making the comparison that there is a huge upfront expenditure to push into that arena. And if you don't have a product that pushes back at some point. Where's that expense coming from, and where are those development resources being taken from? According to the Dude. chat, with all this money, they could have made another. They could have put a tank in this. <laughs> 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 uh. I love it. Could have put a tank in the expansion <laughs> and deleted Paladin. Anyway, we are getting a new tank. It's called Paladin, <laughs> and we're getting a much better warrior off tank. <laughs> We'll see. Um, and then it's even more ballsy to then claim you want to do a world championship. <laughs> what, our, what? our fan fests are even segmented. When are you going to bring everyone together? What would the pot be like for that? I just like, from a standpoint, I you just know what they'll, they'll probably do? They'll probably put a minion in the mod station, be like 50% of this minion sales go into the pot or something like that. I'd imagine um, that, that's That's how games with a not like insane thriving PVP or even actually that's not true. Dota does did, you know, they had the, what it was like 12 million and that's kind of how they did. It wasn't the same exact thing, but they made it so you could contribute to it. There you go. There's just, there's just a danger in this it, that every game hits. It's not just exclusive to final fantasy. I mean, I've talked mm -hmm. about this with numerous titles, not Every title has to do everything and be amazing at everything. I think even the people that are really into Final Fantasy XIV's PvP will generally agree with me in saying that the story content is much better than the PvP experience is. They just happen to enjoy PvP, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be the PvP game. Uh, of choice for everybody to go to. When you start talking, everybody says that same thing. We want to push into esports. Jesus Christ, not everything has to be a damn esport. And look at how many aren't. Look Dude, at how I'm, many. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going into Zelda. I'm that's it. Zelda fucking esport. Here we go. Right. <laughs> Throwing the boomerang. Now, now, do we think this is a 
square de- like a dev decision or a square decision? I think it's a little bit of both. I think yeah. I think the devs would love to see it cuz if you do it right, it's like it feels really good to like be to see this whole thing evolve and unfold. It's almost like seeing the launch of the game in a sense. See these giant crowds watching your game. Problem is you have to have a giant crowd watching your game for that to be exciting. And I'm sure Square Enix every company looks at the competitive scene. I remember um I, I think it was uh who uh, Rainbow Six Siege. They really wanted that to blow up in esports, and it blew up competitively. But Counter Strike still dominated that you know market. Same with Blizzard wanted Heroes of the Storm to dominate the MOBA market, and it's still there, but it doesn't dominate. And then Overwatch is now their their next big ticket into esports, and that's been doing well ish. And they have the league now and whatnot. But every company wants it, but it's like it's not always practical. We don't need no. it to be an esport. I think. Liking PvP and wanting PvP to be an esport are two incredibly different things. I'm glad we can at least agree there. Yeah. It's just everything is everything's bad. Like MMO PvP also is just generally like even when WoW had its place more so in the esport, it's 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 not amazing. (laughs) It's just not amazing to watch. So I'm I'm gonna stick to my smite. My league, my Counter Strike Go. I'm gonna stick to all the the other ones that are currently. Out. I'm not gonna show any interest in in this, as much as I'd love to. I hold. I'm cool for holding tournaments and shit. Just not esports. Esports like a league. And yeah, a world you want to do the seasons and the tournaments of the feast and all that stuff. Go for it. Put it in the game. I I think just pushing, trying to push into the esports. Oh, that's right. We forgot. They are, we we forgot. They are already pushing into esports with Blitzball. <laughs> <laughs> how did we? How did we miss this? How did we miss this? Damn, it was right under our noses, the whole time. Good thing. Can't wait. Can't wait for Blitzball Esports. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, kill me now. Yeah, I love fighting over the wolf's heart in a Blitzball match. Fan-fucking-tastic. That thing is OP, by the way. I don't know if you guys have done the new map. It's fucking stupid. If you win, if you win the wolf's heart, you probably win the game. Win the match, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a three-minute buff that spawns four minutes into the match. The match is eight minutes long, and you're like a fucking god once you have it. <laughs> oh, man. Lords if of Dominion, too. With the heart, you probably fucked up. Yeah. Well, and people just fight over the box, because the box is a shit ton of hell. Yeah. So with that, and I love that the person on the Reddit thread included the comments under it. Um, what's it called? People like, they're insane. Stop dreaming. The lower the game, game is going to lower in quality if they do it. Um, they need a system like Deep Dungeon where you could just instantly go to max level and have the skills for PvP. Um, you need frequent updates to game balance and not once every three and a half months when you decide yeah, something. The, can the be best game. one that sums it up without being a dick uh, about it is we have so many fun PvP games out there today and you think people would choose to play such crap PvP. All right, maybe they're being a little bit of a dick there. I enjoy the <laughs> yeah, raid. That doesn't sound primals, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to PvP, games like League of Legends, Rainbow Six, they're much more fun to play. I'm sorry, but it's not about Final Fantasy 14 winning or losing. It's just it's not, not even, even an option. An option. 
Also, what's uh, before you discuss anything with sponsors, talk to your players. Are you out of your mind to think that esports? Would- Dude, we already got Cup Noodle. They work with fifteen. They'll work with fourteen. We got it. <laughs> the, oh, they can make a PVP arena. That's at the. It's in a Cup Noodle. <laughs> or the buffs could be turned into Cup Noodles. I'm just. I'm putting. I, that's where the money is. Don't happy. Don't ruin cup noodles for me. You're just basically. Ruined. We live in America. It's been ruined. Well, there's also the concern too. I mean, there's already a bit of a PVP fractured, uh, and somebody commented about that portion on on uh, on the Reddit that they've kind of fractured the by dividing feast and front lines as far as balancing and stuff. So they're breaking yeah. things apart a little bit. But if you think about that too. You also have to either talk about doing a PC and a PS4 version uh, or only doing a PC version. Like Smite has snuck into the consoles as well, but even they segregate their tournaments. Yeah. Um, and so and it's not about that's saying even that w- it's, not even about, it's not even about saying here. that like one player is higher quality than the other. It's the tool. No, like, it's, it's yes, the tool. you could. Yeah. Yes, you could plug a keyboard and a mouse into a PS4, but does it perform at the same potency as a high-tier right. gaming, uh, you know, esports-type t- uh, computer? Yes, you could plug a controller into a computer, but does it perform? You generally want people to be as on close to the same in right. terms of they can be comfortable. Like, I just think the whole discussion is silly. It's just silly. The PvP isn't nearly good enough or fine-tuned enough. Um, and, and I don't think the player base wants that. Yeah, okay, I buy the argument that maybe it'll open up the game a little bit to people that may not have looked at it and gather a few more players, but I think when you're talking about the millions of dollars it takes to push, you could probably spend a fraction of that millions of dollars into some creative marketing that would accomplish the same scrape of new players. I understand the appeal of wanting to get out there in front of millions and millions and millions and millions of people, this just isn't the tool for that in this particular game. Oof. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and then the different frame rates also. That's the big thing. Yeah. That was why Destiny didn't do their, uh, you know, everything all in the same because of frame rates between last gen, current gen, different consoles. Yeah, all that shit. Okay. So that's going to be it for the, uh, what's it called? The Korean... Um, the Korean stuff, the stuff that came out of Korea. Uh, it's good to get some information. Got to have a good information week. Let's talk about the uh, the upcoming stuff that's uh, that's going to be happening here. So, we found out today, or last night, that 3.55b, the Diadem patch, is Thursday at 2 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset. Because you'll be traveling. No, yeah, so, he, so here's the plan. I don't, I don't fly out till 9 a.m. I'm going to alarm clock the pack. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then I'll get on the plane, and I'll play Legend of Zelda on my Switch for about probably two and a half hours before it dies. And then, uh, and then uh, I'll... And then, two and a half hours? Really? Three hours. And then, I can plug, and then I'll plug it into a charger and, uh, you know, hope that it's okay. Um And then, so... There's that. I don't know if you guys are planning on doing much diadem this weekend. No. Hey, what about the hunting hawk? I keep looking for its price to drop on the market board. That's what, all. Maybe it will. Or maybe it'll be easier to get a new one. And you'll be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do that. 
I extremely doubt that they'll drop the hunting hawk prices. Well, we'll see. Well, I don't even know. I think there's well, like 20 million. I'm, I'm checking right now, so. Well, can people even sell them now? Like, Diadem's been gone, and they didn't put it anyplace else, I don't think. I mean, people can sell them, but there's no new ones on the market. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I tend to see them in, in batches of one and two. You know, no, it's not something that's up there, and so the price tag is huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to alarm clock it. I've already got groups being formed. You have fun with that. Yeah. You I gotta to listen. I go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stream it, Pax East. But I gotta do this. Yeah, you have to do this because you're like it's a short, short span of time that you have before you have to travel. So you have to do this. Now, if you didn't have to do this, you wouldn't. No, I do it at seven a.m. when my normal stream time is, but that's not an option because I'm gonna be going to the airport about that time. Yeah, pretty much. Are you gonna? Are you gonna be at Eastburn? No, not going you to Eastburn. Son of a bitch. You're like, I go to all the paths. I'm not going to use I didn't say all. I didn't <laughs> said say a all. lot. I do. I have been to an awful, an awful lot of them, but not going to East this year. Damn it. I was going to say, come by my meet and greet. <laughs> come See, the me. haps. <laughs> come See, the haps. Yeah. See the haps. See the haps. See the haps. That's what I was going to say. Um, so then, and then uh, the other thing is PAX East is this weekend, and they have a warring triad roulette for shirts, which is cool. I like, I like that idea of using the warring triad like that. Um, but more importantly, there's not a live letter, but there is a Q&A Saturday at noon. So how, on a scale of one to peaches, what kind of questions are we expecting to come out of this Q&A? Questions or answers? Strawberries. <laughs> on a scale of one to peaches, Sly says strawberries. Questions. I mean, we'll get, I think we'll get a lot. Well, I wouldn't say a lot, but a few quality of life questions. Um, go, ahead, go ahead. Out of 15 questions, how many will be questions that he has answered in the last two live letters? Seven. <laughs> Half the questions. I think it's probably higher. <laughs> I, like, I lowballed it. I think it's probably around 10. I really low, lowballed it there, but yeah, yeah you're, kind, you're kind of right. You're kind when are right. add-ons? When are we going to get add-ons? Hey, are, can we get Koyo difficulty back? You know, it's funny. There's a lot of stuff that they're talking about doing, like UI things for certain uh, class-specific or job-specific. It's like if you would just allow add-ons, 90% of the things you're talking about doing be done you're down you. the road would be done for you automatically. Mm -hmm. yep. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, you know. But people ruin the community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then people would yeah, people would ruin everything. They'd all be summoners. I, They'd ruin everything. I don't see a lot coming out of this Q and A. I right. just I just don't. No. Okay. Well, uh, I know that they. He, I mean, the thing is, I'm not even looking at the Q and A. Let's be honest. Media companies will be there doing interviews with him, most likely. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I kind of always forget that I could technically maybe ask to be a part of this. I never do. I've never, I don't ever ask like, Hey, can I interview him? I just go, Oh, that's cool. I'll read the interviews. And they go, oh. <laughs> I'll read whatever interviews people do. And they go, I should really start doing that. <laughs> so, uh, I know Reddit is bringing questions of their own from, uh, from the, uh, everyone there. I even had a day one and a day two. I don't know if that means they have two different allocations to ask questions or um, what the heck they're, uh, they're going to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see what uh what we get out of this i think we will get something at least 
a tidbit at most of of something useful. I'm waiting for the next live letter though, which we still don't yep. know when it is. All right. So anyway, uh, that's almost everything. I, I actually didn't originally intend on doing a community highlight because I didn't think there was anything to do a community highlight on, so I don't have a slide prepared for it. But there's a post on Reddit that I couldn't help but find immense pleasure out of reading. That post, and I will, I will read it. Let's see. Apparently, somebody went out of their way to make uh, – Statistics on how many uh, purebred players have the name Carito. <laughs> so there I, I are. Can't even, I can't even say anything about this because we've actually talked about this in my stream about how many people have the name Carito. Okay, okay. I want you guys to give me uh, an, an over under on, without knowing the number off the top of your head, how many people. Um, in total, have the name Carito have Carito as part of their name? Uh, Burn. I'll let you go first on this one. Over under on everyone, purebred and non-purebred. <sighs> I think purebred means they. I don't know what the difference is actually. What's the difference yeah. between purebred and non-purebred? I don't know if that means like um they that means start horses. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Across all data centers, huh? Yeah, every single one. I'm going to go with over 9,000. Well, that would be correct. <laughs> that, would, that would absolutely be correct. Uh, all right, so to narrow it down, I'll, I'll put it at, for, for Slyk to take a shot at over, under, I'll put it at 24,000, Sly. Damn it. Let's see. Yeah, you actually hit pretty close to what I was going to hit. Um, I was going to say 25. The answer is um, about 25.5 thousand. Wow. Bob Barker. There, there, coming and on down. Let's wow. see. Uh, 872 of them are on Zodiac, 801 on Lich, 600. I think that these are broken down between different wow. uh, classifications. Of all of them, 6,309 of them are here males. Uh, 3,556 of them are Mikote males. 1,106 of them are L's and males, and the rest trail off to the under 1,000. Only 31 of these Caritos are Rogan and females. I'm seriously mad that there's actual statistics for this bullshit. There's an actual census for Caritos. There's a Carito census in 14. When did yeah. Sword Art Online even come out? The census for Carito. Everyone keeps telling me it's because of Sword Art Online, and I don't watch anime, so someone's going to need to edge. When did Sword Art Online come out? Because uh, some people say that the game, like, years ago. years ago. So did it come out in 2013, around the time that 14 was released? No, oh, it was well before that. Was it? Well before that, yeah. Okay, all right. Everyone kept telling me it had something to do with like the launch of Sword Art Online or so. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the games or I don't. They, I don't know. <laughs> I love that this information exists and that this is how we wait for expansions. I'm I'm really depressed. There's not a job breakdown though of like how what each Carito what job each Carito is playing. That, that, that's coming in the next. I'm re yeah. I think we need to get that in the next Eorzean census. No, it, it, no, it's not the Eorzean census, it's the Carito census. There's a difference. Oh, it what? hit Netflix around the time A Realm Reborn came out. 
<laughs> the look on your fucking faces. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. <laughs> yeah, we got there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I was. I mean, I I could walk over and look at a copyright, but I'm pretty sure books was like. 08, 09. 2012 was the anime. We have 2012 yeah, as the 2012 anime. 2012 would be the anime. There's a movie coming out this year. Yep. Uh, yep. There is, oh, there is a job breakdown for it. Apparently, most of them are dragoons. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Sly. So, so um, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Thank show. You so Thank you so much for coming. You always by. end on a high note. Yeah, we always end on a high note. I feel like I feel like we need more information like, like this. Like we were fucking high to do this note or <laughs> that kind of high note? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You point. Do. Oh you man. Well, everyone, I want you to now go play the Carito drinking game. Go into Idleshire, turn on all the names. If you're really hardcore, just do a player search with the first name Carito. See how many of them are online and Take one shot for every single one. You'll be dead by tomorrow, so don't actually play that game. Challenge accepted. Go on. <laughs> Sly, you'll drink anyway. That doesn't count. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I gotta find... Um, I found the one of the... So take a shot for every one? Got it. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. man. This is great. All right. Anyway, so on that note, I am, we're, I'm going to wrap the show up on a high note. So, uh, Mr. Byrne, thank you again for joining us on such short notice. Why don't you tell always, everyone where they can find you at, my good always sir? Always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Sly. It's excellent to spend time with you, even though Happy interrupts us talking. Uh, I'd rather just you know, have, have the conversation with you. Uh, you've hosted the you've, – you've been on more shows than Mr. Happy has been anyway, so I'm not really sure what he's doing here anymore. But, Sly, it's always good to see you. And, and Happy, you know I – just bust the balls. You know I love you. I respect love you. you. Love and support your content, even financially. So I just, big fans. Thank you, chat. Thank you so much for uh, the invite. You can follow me personally right there on Twitter at MagicMan1, M-A-G-I-C-K-M-A-N-N-1. Uh, if you want to follow game stuff, even though it may not be Final Fantasy related, uh, do that at MMOBomb.com. That's uh, where we cover all free-to-play gaming, including MMOs. And of course, if you want to follow me on Twitch, I occasionally stream. I don't do it as a career there, so it's whenever the fuck I feel like it. Uh, Sly, why don't you tell them where they can find you and all the other, as I'm being corrected by chat, Kirito. Kirito. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, aka GrayFox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, aka GrayFox07. You can find me on Twitter at SlyTheFox. You can find me on the Yubtubs, youtube.com slash the Velvet Room. Um, you can find me on Plot, plot 14, Ward 5 of Behemoth, but not so much now because I'm still doing Countdown to the Heist, uh, where we are right now um, doing Persona 2 Innocent Sin. Um, last night was fucking crazy. Well, a lot of good copies of Persona 5 have homes now. And I have to buy more copies. But yeah, uh, all the month of March, of course, I'm doing my countdown to the heist. Um, going through all the main numbered Persona games. So you're more than welcome to come by and watch that if you are interested or 
don't really know about Persona, we'll be happy to answer any of your questions. And um, Happy, where can they find you if not online this week? You can find me. I like how I have a background for my fucking thing here, but I didn't include a background for the entire show. I was just in the void with a green screen the entire show, and now I've got, a, I've got this sweet Final Fantasy background right now. Anyway, you can find me, Mr. Happy127, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, the Yubtubs, although Xehanort1227 is also on the Yubtubs because, you know, taking an account you made when you in 2006 when you liked Kingdom Hearts more than anything else and then making it your actual business YouTube account is a fantastic idea. I will be at PAX East this upcoming weekend. Uh, a few schedule updates. I'll be streaming from the Intel booth for two hours on each day. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. That will not have a normal stream schedule. On top of that, I have my meet and greet at the Twitch booth, uh, Twitch booth at 12.30 on Saturday. That's at the Twitch booth. Um, I know that the Final Fantasy XIV one is at 12, but I'll be there from 12.30 to 2. So there's plenty of time to come by, take a picture, and say hello. Um, and other than that, you can just find me around. There's even a contest where me and, like, I guess, I think, like, 20 other broadcasters, if you're, like, walking around and you take a picture and, uh, you tag, and you tag us and you tag the, the right hashtag, you have to go to the tweet that I tweeted out earlier today. Um, you could win, like, $50 Steam gift cards and shit just from going around and looking for, looking for us like weirdos. Like, I gotta find him! Where is he? I want that $50! Are you Mr. Happy? I don't even know who the fuck you are. Come over here. There. Boom. You stream on Twitch? I don't give a fuck. $50 Steam gift card. Here we go. People are going to be photoshopping bullshit like that. Just to let you know. People who aren't good at Photoshop. Yeah. They'll have us in like the Grand Canyon. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Uh, that would be fantastic. Um, but anyway, thank you again for joining me. It was an extra long show because we like to talk, sh we like to talk dumb shit the entire time and get off on tangents. So thank you everyone for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week where hopefully PAX East has given us something of substance to talk about. And we'll get to talk about the Diadem anyway. Or the Delayadem, as I have to call it. Or the Dino-Dem, whatever the fuck you want to actually call it. Anyway, thank you for joining us and uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, bye-bye. See you next week. <laughs>